0: do hello welcome to the honest wargamer i'm your host rob welcome to monday night show or as uh the suggestion was made earlier on uh the nathan prescott show featuring Fred nathan and friends uh is the show how do you feel about that show james how do you feel about the show title
1: i think it's probably the best name we could have i'd like it to have a theme tune though so if someone can write like a little theme tune that has Nathan's
0: name in it at least 13 times. Nathan and
2: friends.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Please do write us. If you write us and or sing us a Nathan and friends theme tune, that will become the theme tune for the Monday night show that we'll play every time. Uh, so please uh, do write it. I just need to say hello to everyone who's joined us live. What up to Crazy Horse? What's cooking? I hope you're well. Big love to you. Fauxpas, uh, thanks also for resubscribing. Thanks everyone for being here. Uh, today's show, before I talk to Nathan and James, we are missing uh, Dan. Although I think I'm calling in Colonel Cabbage in a moment, uh, Charlie Horse uh we'll just get him in in a minute if he's if he's available uh today's show we're going to be talking about the scoring in age of sigma 3 normally one of the first things we do is we talk about uh how to play the missions but the missions actually interestingly maybe not as important nowadays as uh, how we score so i think it's going to be a, a good long kind of open conversation so much to talk about hey nick in the chat tom whitbrook coladron guy zaidi hope you're well over there big love to you um I remember the Nathan and James show, which is the most amazing, best show ever, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about scoring and the scoring and how awful. to play games. I think it's going to be very important. Uh, we're joined by obviously the man, Nathan Prescott. Nathan, what's going on? Hello. Uh,
3: I'm all right. Uh, thank you. Uh, just building Scaremonger as we talk Scaremonger Mark II.
0: <laughs> scaremonger mark 2 wait what's happened Have you got yourself another gobber palooza
3: uh yeah some people very kindly gifted some extra gobber paloozas to the show so i'm going to build them uh i don't know what i'm going to do with them but yeah i gonna build them and then we can decide what we're going to do with them for the show
0: oh uh bobbin you bat you mad bastard thanks for donating 69 pounds to the show that's super lovely of you uh, i also shouldn't say that people's kids watch apparently <laughs> i was talking to gabriel at the weekend he was one of the guys who came to play warhammer he was like my kids just know you as the sweary guy now i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's deep. yeah that's deeply kind uh that money is going uh you can see a little uh bar in the bottom corner uh, and thanks to grimgar for donating 10 pounds to it as well that's you both are all crazy. So thank you so much uh, to help me get a new stream computer. Because yes, the James is currently James is not currently actually listening to the show. He's currently looking up PCs. <laughs> uh, if you guys have uh, uh, pretty one, much <laughs> looking what's distracted him. Uh, so yeah, the the stream machine is dead. But so I'm in the arena uh, right next to. Uh, I'm at the bar. I don't want to. Sh- I shouldn't show you the toilet door. That's bad. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you. Using the bar computer. I'm using the bar computer, Nath. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, to do The th- till machine. The t- <laughs> we're streaming from the till, is what we're doing. <laughs> uh, but it's still better than going to uh, Scrivo's booth, So, which is through those doors for you guys looking at home. Um, through those doors is Scrivo's booth. It's uh, James, you've seen it. Well, how would you describe it? Yep. Scrivo's booth? Yeah.
1: Um, large enough for Scrivo. Yeah, uh, if
3: you if you know uh, if you've ever watched that film, uh, what was it called? Harry Potter. <laughs> he had a bedroom. Springer's yeah.
1: cupboards bigger. S-
3: yes, yeah, no, no, no. Scrivels cupboard, I reckon, would have fitted in the corner <laughs> at the bottom of his bed.
4: Damn it! <laughs> uh, it's probably true though. It's
0: true. Uh, by the way, a winner, David, the chat who's seen it, he says it's a repurposed airing cupboard. He's got loads of room. Yeah. So screw that guy. Right. Uh, hello, Combat Phase Podcast. Thanks everyone, by the way, for the. I also don't know the the stream machine died on Thursday, so I don't know what day in the stream streak that did. But it did pretty well. It streamed continuously for nearly 450 days um and uh i mean all the other times before then as well but uh it was pretty impressive so well done to the stream machine f's in the chat for the stream machine r.i.p um uh it's because you streamed three times that day yeah it broke it
1: <laughs> it was big streams though maybe it knew maybe it was like i did age of sigma 2 i'm not onto three <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking I'm done with
3: that it's like
1: jump yeah. Two I've, was where my heart was.
3: Yeah, I'll fuck those coherency rules. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: just fucking... <laughs> he just didn't want any part of it. Yeah, so yeah. like, I'm
3: not staying one inch as close to anybody else.
0: I'm out. I, honestly, actually, do you know when he died? Guy Zaidi, thanks for pointing it out. They died after we saw the points. We did the points show go. and that's what killed it. it was, <laughs> Maybe was saw the Slaanesh points and was just
1: like, not today. <laughs>
0: No, yeah, I think it obviously. was just. I think he was just holding on for eels to be over two hundred points, but still, still not happened. Right, Nathan, uh, go on. I bet was all the porn that you watched inside the machine was like,
3: no, sludish points are too much, and that was it. Oh.
0: Nathan, uh, did you happen to catch yeah. the uh, the points for n- the gits in Age of Sigma Three, and how do you feel about them? Uh, I did see them. Um.
3: I think, uh, based on those points, they're pretty much in the same place as they were in AOS 2.
0: Okay, and where would you describe that? And thanks to Fauxpas Fox for doing it in 669 to the show. Fuck yeah. Thanks, man. Um, How would you describe that?
3: Uh, A challenging army to use for the (laughs) table.
0: (laughs) Well, don't worry, Nathan, I'm joining you. Me and the cruel boys are coming to play Warhammer with you. You and me can just play challenging armies, just like you and me trying to read nowadays. Yeah, we'll be scratching our head like two old fuddies. We'll have no idea what's going on. And I'll be like, oh, I've got a five up save. And you'll be like, me too, bro. Like, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Five up
1: saves are the future, aren't they? Pardon me? Aren't um, five
0: up saves the future? No. One up saves are the future. Lots to discuss there, James. <laughs> Lots to discuss. <laughs> All right,
3: what save? Haven't eels
0: got a five up save? Same as eels, basically. Oh, that's true. I should always. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks, Nate. And in fact, actually, the. Have they?
3: They might not, actually. They might have a four up, so who knows?
0: No, they've got a five up, haven't they? I
3: don't know. Let's have a quick look. Uh, the defensive ones must have a three up or a up. No,
0: they up. have a four up base. Yeah. Morsar.
3: Well, they called Morsar God.
0: Yeah, but no, you have to type in Achillean first, otherwise, you can't find it. Oh. You idiot. Uh, they they have got a four up, fucking damn Nath, damn,
2: damn well, it all can give
0: them a to hell. Uh, you can give them a three up, James. You're right. In fact, actually, you can just stick a turtle near them. Then they'll always have a three up, and then you can give them plus one to hit. So don't worry about it.
1: Just what they need. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there you go.
3: Very close anyway. Four up, three up, five up, whatever. It's all the
1: same, right, Nath?
3: Yeah, it's all just a figment of somebody's imagination. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so how did you feel about the points? Uh, I, there were some... Uh,
3: I mean, I thought the some of the armies got off a bit lighter than some of the others. So obviously I've got a cities army. I, I felt they got off a bit better than the Gits did, that's for sure.
0: Tell me what you mean.
3: Uh, well, uh, like the Gits were going up. 20 points a unit, like of Stabbers, whereas the some of the dwarves only went up 5 points or 10 points like Ironbreakers so if you look at the two like infantry options Ironbreakers, I think they went up 5 points, and then the the, uh, Stabbers went up 20 points so, obviously Stabbers are getting really good in Age of Sigmar (laughs) 3
1: it's the future
3: yeah so, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, so based on the way the war scrolls are at the moment, it it does look like they were treated harshly, but we'll find out.
0: It does look like they were t- treated harshly. Um,
3: some of them, some of them were alright. I think like the trogs got away fairly lightly. Some of them weren't even uh, didn't have any points changes. So we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously the moon. Uh, the the allegiance ability might need to be tweaked slightly, uh, especially with some of the command abilities. Like Scragrot, he uses command ability in be- like in between phases. Yeah. So obviously, you don't have any command points at that stage, so he can't use his command ability. So it'd be interesting to see what they do with things like that. They might make the the moon actually uh, something that uh is a little bit more reliable maybe or maybe not i don't know or they might just change his command ability
0: i think one of the things that we're more likely to see than anything it well we know it's coming is a huge faq for all of the different armies uh so hopefully we'll see some buffs to some armies maybe even some sub factions uh gets obviously in there for that uh, i'm hoping uh, we'll, see. we'll see how much stuff gets changed. How did you feel? It's been brought up in the chat, Nate. How did you feel about the points changes to Scuttle Tide? Oh, baby.
3: Oh, man. I reckon that that's, I mean, that spell was probably one of the best spells for its points. Value for points. Yes. Sc- Scuttle Tide was, had had to have been up there. Um, so, but, was it worth 85 points? i that that seems a bit too much, at its present. Yeah, you know, with the present war scroll, compared to looking at the war scrolls of the ones that we've seen, the changes. Um, yeah, it looks like it's probably at least twenty, thirty points overcosted. But we'll see. Again, there must. You would have thought that there could be. Um, an update to that war scroll as well. So, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Always... I, 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 if, if they don't change the war scroll, then, yeah, that seems very harsh. I don't think you'll see it very often.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, James, uh, catch me up. How are you? What have you been up to? Uh,
1: yeah, super good. I am uh, a bit tired. I saw uh, my three three of my oldest friends who i went to primary school with nice uh, and they came and stayed for the whole weekend so they stayed friday they stayed saturday they left like halfway through the day sunday uh and we played computer games all weekend oh nice how was it cool yeah really good like super old school like bunch of pcs on the dining room table uh broken up by eating lots of not healthy food, yeah, it was really good. We played um I finally played, which I'm sure most of the people in the chat who play games have played. I finally played a proper amount of Valheim um and we also then broke that up with some chivalry, too, where my favorite button is "C," which just makes you battle cry, so you guy just runs around going Raaah! and that's the best bit <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good weekend. Have you done any Hammers? or you? Uh, how do you feel? Did you pick yourself up a co- copy of Dominion? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Several. Several? <laughs> did you try and become a scalper, James, but then they didn't sell enough and now you're confused as what to do? Uh, no.
1: I had already decided I wanted several copies so that I never have to sue. When, when did I arrest when AOS two came out, cause I've always played stormcast since AOS one, uh, when the fur, the second one came out, I was like, cool, I'm going to buy, um, like w- my friend ran a GW at the time, like a local shop. And that was the shop I used. So he did some deal where it was like, Oh, if you spend this much, you get this. If you spend this much, you get this, if you spend blah, blah, blah. So when it came out, I brought one copy from him and then a bunch of other stuff for other armies. Um, and then, this time around I was like well it was annoying that time because I brought one box and then realized that firstly there wasn't enough units in it and then also secondly I wanted more so then I had to like ebay piecemeal and I just I just couldn't be bothered so I just thought well this time I'll pick up a couple of boxes and then I'll have enough to deal with it and if I end up with several of like and or whatever her name is um then someone can have her for 10, 15 quid or whatever, and 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 it moves it on. It means someone gets a model they want without buying. No, box. James,
0: turn her into a bloodthirster. <laughs> but, no,
1: because she's in corn. Do a bear, the opposite. A a great one. Be
0: li- make people livid. Make her a, make her an evil, evil character. People will lose yeah. their. All the stormcast purists will lose their minds. What are you going to say, Nate?
3: Is Valkyria still a thing? She the she is. Yeah, yeah. Corn. She's.
0: She's a unit, yeah, but she... she hasn't got a model. Oh she's not got a good model. Falkia the bloody. Yeah. Make her that. Yeah. yeah. There yeah, you yeah. Go. On a twenty five mil base.
1: What? Definitely. <laughs> she...
0: Falkia's on a 25mm. five. 25... She is she on a thirty two.
1: No idea.
0: You're you're all um uh I don't even know who it is. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> oh, Rima Just Nice. Some uh, I got tickets for the next Barbarian brawl since Saturday it was so good. That's awesome! Thanks, man. Um, uh, fuck yeah! I um, uh, love it. Loads of guys that here. Rubber. You are? Oh, sorry. Language. Sorry for the kids. I won't say that anymore. Um, That's very man again. Yeah, it could oh, be the demon. It could also be a demon prince, James. Demon prince yeah, of Zeen. That's true. Could well, be a demon prince. She's Nurgle. Good. Nurgle? But, uh, yeah. I don't think you could turn her into a Nurgle one,
1: right? Well, I'm probably. I mean, I probably could. That's probably in my skill level. I just like get bits of like gore and just stick them on. That's probably as good as
0: I get. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Oh, good. Uh, right. Okay. So, uh, uh, Nathan, you're building goblin blues. How many extra goblin blues did you get?
3: I I've got two boxes that James gave me. The other people weekend,
1: people so. kindly donated them. There may yeah. be more on the way, but the Gobba Palooza is currently out of stock. The world over, which I think is probably Nathan Dooman himself, because he was like, "Oh, I'm going to buy nine. They're so good," and then everywhere sold out. Because I think everyone's added a Gobba Palooza to their collection.
3: Wow, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Well. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what uh, again. We'll see. See uh, once we get the the big FAQ that we're expecting with all the stuff. We'll see what the Gobble blues has to say for itself. But it stayed pretty much the same. I think it was ten points for the whole bunch of them. Which was quite funny hearing you guys trying to figure out how they were costed the other day when you were doing the live reacts thing. <laughs>
1: well
0: <laughs> we didn't know
1: you're the you're the person that <laughs> no, knows the, the guy, yeah. Yeah, like we, yeah,
0: yeah. we had no idea. So uh yeah. I'm glad that they're okay. Uh, at one ninety. Uh, all right. So um, uh, I haven't done any warhammering, to be fair, other than painting terrain. I managed to get quite a few boards done this week, and then I also. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, I believe you've
0: warhammered. Have
1: I? Did you not to your own event? I to weekend? two events. There you go. I also, Is that not I also, I
0: also bar back to the events. Which was fun. Weirdly, uh, I'm going to say this, Nath. Uh, I would go to each table after lunch. I didn't do this during game one. But after game two, yeah. I would go to each table like, Hey, guys, uh, can I get you free uh, tea, coffee, water, or beer? And Very yeah. rarely would anyone pick beer. Huh. That blew my mind. That's New strange. wave of events, that is. I was like, what? I was like... That's Free beer? And people were like, no, thank you. Have you got a tea? I was like, you can tell you're my audience. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange bunch of fellows. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd like that.
3: Um, yeah. I don't know if I like it, but yeah, it's
0: strange. <laughs> uh, Reba beer, to be fair, I don't drink beer. Okay, all right, that's fair. But lovely people. I James, thanks for asking. But I already talked about this earlier today. Um, I had a lovely time. It was really fun seeing people play on the boards. Like Admiral Willis is in the chat, was playing his KO, and he played Charlie's um, a Beast of Chaos, and it looked really thematic because he was like he was like trying to shoot at Charlie's uh, KO, but they were behind some obscuring terrain. Uh, and then I was like, look, you need to get him because it was the tavern. You know, the, uh, I, I'm sure I've shown yeah. you guys the printed tavern.
1: Hollytown Tavern.
0: No, 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 no. This is the tavern on the dwarf board, the dwarf tavern. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Another yeah. the one. Yeah, and he was livid because he eventually lost that game and he was like, my KO is so pissed we didn't get the beer back from the, from the, the dwarven tower. Like, <laughs> it was just mad. It's just so fun having themed boards and just being able to tell like a little bit of a story. So that was my big takeaway from the weekend, and obviously everyone's incredible. Those are my two takeaways from the weekend. So it was pretty fun, uh, and so yeah, I've talked about this already. Got loads of terrain done. The guys were great. Um, so I just had a really lovely time. There were some really standout like examples of uh, of chivalry from Russ from the Essex Moor tribes. Obeyed uh, deserves a shout out for uh, basically like helping like run like a like a very nice friendly game one for Tom because um, Tom hadn't played a lot. Like it was just a super nice time. So um, cool. Uh and did I did uh did 80 uh, Mac did I tell you I killed the FEFOC with a dwarf I don't know what the FEFOC is the fox did you kill the fox with the dwarf 80 Mac yeah <laughs> yes 80 did 80 did do that it's fucking <laughs> Thanks Militant Snowfake for resubscribing um uh, but yeah i had a good time thanks James uh, for asking and looking Excellent. and looking forward to doing more and we're playing of Sigmar 3 in 2 weeks right We are indeed Are you excited yeah. Nathan me, Yeah I'm going to me... go on come
1: okay, on no, no,
0: you go. Uh, for everyone at home, me, Nathan, James, and a few other people will be playing uh, an Age of Sigmar 3 tournament. Um, a lock in tournament, some may describe it as, uh, in, two, <laughs> in, in two weeks' time. So uh, I'm very excited about that. Have you tried to write any army lists yet for AOS 3, James and Nath?
1: Uh, well, I I've wrote two army lists for Age of Sigmar 3, and neither were for me. Wh- what? Why? What? Uh, So I wrote two for uh, Ollie. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to
0: announce you were starting a coaching service.
1: No. No one wants to pay for that.
0: I do. (laughs) I do. Would you
1: like to buy 140 of one model? Come to James's coaching service.
0: Well, that's one of the things that we need to talk about, James. Uh, this is really important. You have a lot of marauders, and uh, they can only be taken in minimum size tens now. How do oh. you feel?
1: So sad, isn't it? So sad. I, I honestly hadn't even looked, uh, but that's fine. You know, they were they were for one event, and I think you know I've talked about it before. I had a weird we talk about stonks now so pre the stonks era i had a good day of buying marauders um on that kind of like cheap hype when they were terrible because they worked in the doubles and then they became horrible uh and i got to use them a little bit when they were horrible so yeah i think they, they've i I've, I've had my money's worth out of them so Okay. people want to buy Marauders, you know where to find me. <laughs> how many have you got for sale? Uh, have, how many do I have? 140, I think, mm-hmm. which I'll probably never need again.
0: I think the max you can take now is 60. Uh, I lost you there. How
1: many the is max, the max? The max can... you
0: can take is 60.
1: Oh, sad times. Well, I could just take Marauders. Why? There was a list I did with just one. Why models. are you 60?
0: So they're minimum 10. They're battle line, yeah. but the maximum you can upgrade them by is 10 at a time. So if you upgrade them twice per unit, which is the maximum you can do, that's 30. Um, oh, yeah. I suppose you could take other mins of 10, is what you're saying. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. why don't you just
3: take loads of tens. How many points
0: are there for 10?
1: They're not very good in tens, mind.
0: Yeah. And also, they got went up points. They, they've been hurt, basically. You could do MSU Marauders, though, like Tom Dix is saying. Can I just thank Clawful uh, for resubscribing, Heinrad for resubscribing, Spartan for resubscribing. Uh, that's so lovely of all of you. What up? Um, so, yeah. What, what? What, what? Um, <laughs> what, 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 what? Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, you could take min 10s. I think well, me and Owen talked about this a little bit today on the stat show, like, Is stuff going to be an MSU meta? Is stuff not going to be an MSU meta? There's so much to unpack about the game. I'm so excited we're playing a tournament in two weeks, right? So that I can kind of get my head in the game. Because we'll be playing six games over two days. That's going to be a good amount of Warhammer. Have you... Have you written any lists? (laughs) Yeah, but only cover your ears, of your children. But only those of a cunt. Like (laughs) it's like twelve salamanders in wands. Like they fucking suck. Uh, Like I think they're still no, they're really really good. But I still think that that's a really good list. Uh, I yeah. I'm I um I don't really have much time at the minute because I'm still painting all the 40k terrain for the weekend. But um I'd really like to sit down and write myself a uh fire slayers list. Yeah um but with auric Hearthguard.
1: okay yeah they're the shooty lads yeah
0: the shooty lads so i think i'd be quite excited about that like i think if everyone you
1: play fire slayers
0: no i don't but they're fiery if you dwarves play with... fire
1: slayers i think we fall out they're
0: fiery dwar... no, they're... but james they're not fighty fire slayers right so it's no, different but they all look the same i know and that's the power right <laughs> yeah and I was thinking you could take a couple of gun haulers as well, Nathan. Just fucking nip around, right? And just yeah, have a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah,
3: the Fire Slayers. Could be quite a fun army, actually. No. Uh,
0: but I've also written MC. myself a list with um, with a turtle. And I think I've written... So far, I've got eight sharks in the list, definitely. But I'm not, how ma- I'm not sure how many more I'm going to add. I don't think I'm going to add any more. I, I'd rather... I was like, do I have... Like four twos of sharks, and then two more twos of sharks, and then battle line a couple of characters, or do I throw the turtle in um, instead of having any wands of sharks? So like, um, like because I could take a couple more wands of sharks and then battle line some characters, and I think that would be really fun. Like because I've got some really, I've got this. If you guys haven't didn't watch earlier I've got this this cool three D printed. Uh, oh, a yeah. marine shooter fella <laughs> who will be my sharks. I've got a couple of like different sculpts of those, so I'd really like to do that because I've just got access to like some really nice sculpts that I'd like to print. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could do that, and I'd really like to do that. I think that would be a f- super fun army. To be honest, if I was r- if I had like infinite money right now, um, I would just pick up the Hurricane uh, LRL list and just oh, yeah. the wind chargers. Yeah. Unbelievably mm-hmm. fun. Like it looked horrific to play against. Like just nightmarish. So yeah, if you play that. We uh, fall out so lists because we're not doing
1: very well at the moment.
0: <laughs> what? Why don't you like any of my lists? They're all horrible. Well, that's how my brain works, man. Like I can't. Like it's hard for me to kind of like um, uh, turn off that that switch or that gear. So, like, and Nathan will tell you, like, whenever, like, something comes out, I just, like, put it on the table, and it's just awful, and he's like, why is this a thing? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) and then he somehow beats me with a cob blues at the same time. Uh, Thanks, Bobbin, uh, for gifting a gift subscription to the chat, and also for your support and love, Um, and Elko Rab for resubscribing. So, yeah, I've been writing a bunch of lists, uh, and they're all really fun. Like, Archeon's still great, and I have that sweet painted Archeon that Tom did. Right. So I've got yeah. loads of lists to play. I'm very excited that the game's actually almost out, but I'm just waiting for the FAQs right before you can like actually like.
3: Any idea when we can expect those? No, I assume it's going to be on release day. Maybe have
1: you um have you been outside of Warhammer World with the uh, with a sign yet? <laughs> 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 uh,
0: no, I have uh, no with the sign. No, I have not done that yet. I plan to. I plan to. Uh, no, I don't. I think it'll be on release day, Nate, like you said. Um, yeah. uh, and also, we've started to see some other stuff come out as well, like Crazy Horses just pointed out in the chat, thank you, that, um, that there's a how-to-play video from Games Workshop now uh, for Age of Sigmar 3, and they have, some, um, they have some of the new Stormcast Eternals points, and they've also talked about Judicators, which are 200 points now for five, <laughs> uh, but they do Mortal Wounds on twos to hit.
1: On twos, I mean, twos is a bit dumb, right?
0: They hit
3: on twos, or they do the mortal wounds if you roll a two. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, well, they're
1: gonna have to hit on twos, right?
3: Yeah. So hit on hit on twos and do mortal wounds on sixes or something. Mortal
1: wounds as just... well as. What's going on? We
0: don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It's just from the how to play video, okay? So like, there's there's some points changes generally, um, right? And and I think Stormcast looks very try. very strong anyway. Like, I think they're going to be very strong, but we'll see. We don't know how any of it works out, which is super fun, right? Like, it's been yep. so long since, because we're waiting for them FAQs. It's been so long since we, we, we ha- like for me, at least as well, really don't have any clue, any clue. I know Gargants are going to be like awful to play against, like four up save. Yeah. Well, a three up, a three up rerollable save with a five up DPR oh no great lads no great lads (laughs) great
1: lads told you they were going to be good
0: yeah it just required Uh, an entire edition change and all of the core rules to change and then they got it boys
1: but i told you
0: it's true it's true (laughs) we saw it coming a mile (laughs) off.
1: told you pointed for pointed for 3.0 they were
0: yeah like kragnos yeah. Like, Craig just like Craig <laughs> uh Nathan, uh how do you think um how do you think uh <laughs> um uh going down in points has affected why why do you think Cragnos has gone down points?
3: Uh I think it's probably because of the the fact that he now has access to um monster reactions, heroic abilities in the hero phase. And there's a spell that everybody can access called Levitate. Which gives him fly. Yeah. Yeah. So all of those sort of things probably mean the points should go down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: my favorite bit is, um, is the, that that fly thing could be great. Right. Should we talk about the scoring? Should we like stop? He's going he's to be quite good at is isn't he? I, th- I think he could be very good now. Uh, because yeah, he just does a lot of damage. up save.
3: Yeah. Mystic shield on Lots him for
0: of... a one up save.
3: Them heroic, whatever. Like what are they called? Them heroic things you do in your hero yeah, phase. Heroics heroic are super
1: strong. I think the monster ones aren't as quite
0: as much fun, but the hero ones are just great. They're not anywhere near as good. Monster yeah. once. No, 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 not no, anywhere no. near as good. There's just situational. It's the heroic ones are good. It's going to be heroic monsters <laughs> yeah. that are going to, be, that are going um, to benefit I've most. I've just
1: built a new hero, too, while we've been sat here talking. Who
0: have you built? Is it another I built Gandalf? A new
1: beast of Chaos hero.
0: A Beast here of he Chaos hero? Who?
1: Yeah, here he is. Look, hang on. Can't
0: Can see, see him. him. Can't see no.
3: him. Just as axe. Hold it in front of your face.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, here he is. A little bit further. No, he's
0: here. not, he James. Comes. He's a Stormcast. With a Beast of Chaos head, <laughs> you bitch. Shh. <laughs> There's my new Beast of Chaos hero. <gasps> that
1: will never be used, but I really wanted him. Yeah.
0: I think her- heroic monsters, like Aidy Max in the chat, and fucking love that you hear here, AD Mac. Big love to you. Uh, thanks uh, to, Bi- to Agilai, by the way, for resubscribing. Um, big love. Uh, yeah the, they're just going to be so strong like the stonks yeah. market on those guys is crazy so like Marathi didn't go up enough points I think she's genuinely an issue in Age of Sigmar 3 uh, Archeon I think is an issue in Age of Sigmar 3 Frostles and Stonehorns are an issue um, like they're less of an issue Gargants are an issue but Marathi is like right up there as like dumb 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 is what I'm going to say so um, it's going to be it's going, to be, uh, it's going to be a tough time. Thanks to Soros Knight for resubscribing. But it'll also be really interesting, right? I think that's a key point. We're all going to learn lessons, I think is going to be key. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about it. That's kind of why I want to do the, the Fire Slayers thing. I know that's... I kind of want to, like, go, all right, you're all taking monsters, all right? Yeah? Let's go on. Let's do that. Uh, Oogieon. Okay, shut the fuck up, Rob, about this game already. Where the fuck is Nathan's narrative battle report channel? I demand answers. Well, if anyone is excited about Nathan's uh, <laughs> battle uh, channel... Uh, don't forget that Nathan will be playing a six-game tournament in two weeks' time. So you will have a Nathan Prescott Age of Sigmar 3 na- battle <laughs> report in three weeks' time. James, you excited?
1: I'm dead excited. Any, uh, Nathan telling me what happened in a game where he can't really remember <laughs> is the point where I enjoy Warhammer narration. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this in two weeks' time. Two weeks' time, over six games of battle reports. Uh...
1: <laughs> even better, even better if he gets to play me, because then we could sit on the Monday show, and he'll be like, and uh, you'll be like, "What did he use?" And you'll be like, "Oh, he got those new Stormcast early and used all of them." And uh, and he'll be like, and you'll be like, "How many was there?" And he'll be like, seven, 12. Oh, don't know.
0: <laughs> Why do and I have to count How
1: many there are? Just awful. being silent. <laughs>
0: Anyway, right. It doesn't matter. Shall we, shall, we talk about, shall we talk about the score in Age of Sigma 3? Because it's going to be really important for everyone, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's start out with the simple thing, uh, which is for most... This is going to be for most. For most games, for the primary, we don't need to talk about this too much, I don't think, because it does change a little bit, but we'll talk about it a, a bit. For most games... If you hold one objective, that's worth one. Uh, I, w- I would put some images up on the screen. But thoughts and feelings—got anything you want to get off your chest on a personal level? Well, here we are. Anything you want to talk about? Kind of emotionally, um, thoughtfully.
1: Yeah, I have uh, AD mat withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> I haven't seen them in a very long time. Sometimes oh, they're I so um. To sleep over it. I
2: actually yeah, have a great. While we're
0: waiting for everyone to come back, and, um, and uh, it'll be really easy for Scrivo to kind of timestamp this now because it's at like when the stream broke. So at that point, um, do you want to hear a quick, really awesome, awesome story?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or, or, yeah who wouldn't? So, so at the weekend, there was a guy called Russ playing. Super great guy in the uh, Essex Moor Tribes, right? Nice fella, right? And he, um, he talked about the fact that when he was like 15, 16. He played Warhammer, let's like, say so he was super young, right? And there was this old fella that used to play Warhammer, like <laughs> when he went to events or around locally, called yeah. AD Mac, right? Yeah.
2: So this is, and, and Russ is foreigner. like,
0: Russ is like 40 years old now, whatever the fuck he is. Anyway, um, now, <laughs> so now, <laughs> Russ was like, he was like, oh, wait, it hasn't broken. The stream's still working, right?
1: Yeah, I'm still watching it.
0: Okay. Um, anyway, he said, uh, "Say or again, uh, we're here." Okay, we're still good. Right, right, right. So, so put F. Right, so saying F. <laughs> anyway, he said that he saw this bloke, Adi, and he was just like this fucking legend. And he was so awesome and he was so cool that he wanted to grow up to be him. And so he tried to, because Eddie used to be a policeman, so he tried to sign up to be a, a policeman as well. And then eventually instead, he joined the military instead. This is, this is Russ who did this. But like, yeah. he, like that's the point, like, that he was this, such an inspirational character when Russ was a young fella that like he like decided he wanted to go and do something like Eddie like, like Mack. And isn't that a fucking nice story?
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's a yes. pretty good role model, He's too, a proper I'd
0: say. legend, isn't he? Old lady. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah.
1: great. He is good. He is. He is. Uh, right, okay. a though. So old. So old. Yeah. yeah. Eight
0: billion years old. That's not a bad old. thing, really. Yeah. We're all, getting, we're all getting older. Apart from James. Just getting older. Only getting younger, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Uh, are we all here now? Are we ready to talk about the, the secondaries? yeah yeah
3: Secondaries. yeah
0: right okay. well the primary we'll talk about the primary first so if you hold one objective one victory point if you hold another one it's another victory point and if you hold an addition if you hold more than your opponent that's an additional victory point so the maximum you can score in a turn is three victory points for holding the secondaries for most of the battle plans some of the battle other battle plans are a little bit different but that's basically how it works right so Before we talk about anything else, that's fundamentally different to how we score in Age of Sigmar now, right? Yeah? Yep. Like, what do you guys think of that? Have you had any thoughts about it? Because it's so very different to how we already score in Age of Sigma. Nath, where are you at?
3: Well, yeah, it it means that armies that used to try and score heavily at the beginning and then just die slowly but be that far ahead uh like in the first two turns or first three turns that that they can be caught uh, that you're gonna struggle to do that now aren't you uh just because you're not gonna you're not gonna be scoring f- four points to an opponent's one point or something like that uh so your opponent's always gonna well not always but a lot of the time it's going to be able to score at least a point and the maximum you can score in the turn will be the, the three from the objectives anyway. Um, so that's a lot tighter. Whereas I can remember sometimes with the gets, I could put, like in focal points, I could be putting, um, I could, you know, sometimes I'd retreat stuff onto my opponent's objective and stuff like that. So I could be scoring uh, nine points to there, possibly one yeah. point in the turn I've yeah, done, yeah. and I'd tr- i try and do that heavily for two turns, and then slowly fall back, and then really defend my home objective, so that they would never get the big four point score, but then they would they would be wiping my army out. But by the time they had wiped out enough to get to my objective, the game was finished, and I had I'd had got the points on the board, so. That sort of uh, method of play is not is not going to be a viable one I would see I would say
0: there's actually it's actually it's, it's a lot different it's a lot it, it, it has a larger impact than it initially sounds Init- like like yeah and Nathan I think you've uh, you've put that into context really no- context really nicely because it's it means the tempo of the game is going to be inherently different. Mm. people don't really understand you aren't really rewarded you used to be rewarded with an alpha strike as an example like if you went and charged your opponent and kind of flooded them and pinned them back so if you have one of those lists that like pinned the enemy back so you kind of scored most of the objectives and then you kind of started to lose them like you know lose most of your army turn three turn four you really don't get that anymore you can't really do that because it only really puts you up a few points Ultimately, and you probably are a little bit stretched to try and achieve any of your other secondaries, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and I think that that won't be as viable as a strategy as it once was, James. If you are like, um, I know that you're not quite like there with, with at, like at that competitive cutting edge, like, does it sound like massively different to you? Does it sound like it's more enjoyable, more simple, or like where are you at? Um, with it? I think well, for me, it was really interesting. So I
1: played one game, uh, so far, but we played without. Uh, we played, when did I play? We did the show last Monday that went on forever, that show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I think I played the next day. I think I was that excited I played the next day. But obviously we hadn't seen any General's Handbook leaks. And we hadn't seen any leaks of secondaries at all. So we played just the um, just the kind of objective... scoring that was on the few uh competitive match play battle plans that had leaked um and i think it was really interesting because it meant that you were never there was never a point where you could outscore so by such a large amount that you could get that sort of lead you used to be able to get Um, now i know obviously that's going to change and that's what we're talking about today Um, but i think for me actually i quite liked the concept of scoring and also like do you remember in those like some of those old ones where you'd be like oh on turn one i've scored 12 because i'm like i've got this here oh and this is a battle line unit oh and this is a monster and then here i'm scoring three oh and a a battle line and a monster and so like at the end of turn one you stack like five dice in your somewhere to count your score or your clicker or whatever people did and i think actually like just counting to three is nicer because even like a competitive end and i know we've got a lot to see of how the game plays but like there's a lot less to debate about me going i've scored one two and i've got more than you i've scored three than there is about all that like oh
0: and here and this here and so
1: yeah from what i've played i really liked it i guess is what i'm saying
0: in okay. short okay all right that's fair that's fair i think i think for anyone who's played uh, agency well competitively for a long time it actually is going to play uh tempo like i say tempo wise very differently Something that people need to be conscious of. You're gonna uh, you're gonna enter into the game thinking, right? I, I ha-, like you don't have to make any moves early. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's more like tra- yeah. there's like more trading units. It's like I'll put a five man unit. It don't matter. But you take it off in your turn, whatever. Like it's that's not the important part to me. The important part is going to be the secondaries because if you look at the primary scoring, like the maximum you can score over the course of the game is 15 victory points. That So that's if you hold two, and you hold more than your opponent, unless you're playing one of the battle plans where the scoring changes up a little bit. If the scoring changes up, then maybe it plays more like a traditional agency in game. On the other stuff where that's not the case, and it's just 1-1-1, one, 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 actually unless if you're dominating three objectives every round and you're scoring 15 then you don't need to worry you you, you're dominating the game and you're already smashing face right like that's so you're good you're really good you don't have to worry um (laughs) the uh the thing that's actually pretty key is um like the secondaries i think and when we talk about those because each one of the secondaries is worth two victory points so again you can score 10 over the course of the game but some of them you can achieve extra with a monster, so they're going to be worth more, like, they're going to be more telling as well. So you, I think it's maybe 14 is the maximum you score with those. I think that's the, the, like, if you do them with monsters as well. You have eight to choose from. And then you've also got your tertiaries, which is your three victory points if you complete the end of the game. So actually, playing the primary mission is actually not anywhere near as important, really, as your secondaries. Like, it's obviously important, but, you know, you can kind of, like, just be like, cool, I've secured this objective, I've secured this objective. Like, I don't have to like bother. Like it's it's only one point for going and getting more. I would have liked probably to have seen some waiting to if you hold more, then maybe you get two points, because then you would be you would be incentivized points wise to go and grab objectives, but you aren't really yeah. massively incentivized to push across the board like and be like cool. I'll overstretch, right? A bit like knife to the heart. Like knife to the heart. It's always someone's like I'm gonna go fight. One one guy's always like i'll try and i'll try i'll try and take your objective and the other one's like i'm just gonna sit here and beat you in my whole army with like the one guy you've sent away and then maybe he leaves himself open like to a cheeky teleport last game and loses like that's a, like like i don't do that nathan i don't think that's that either like nathan was like fucking let's go ramrod Gobber blues are in let's go <laughs> <laughs> knife to the heart's always a fun one isn't it yeah
2: yeah
3: uh, I've not played it often outside of tournaments though that one No, it's the heart nobody likes to, yeah nobody likes to play it outside of a tournament but it's good it was a good mission but there's there's nothing like that in the new mission pack is there no all of them have got loads of objectives all over the place
2: Yeah.
3: I mean quite a few of them are just renames of uh, the ones that we've had before like that marking the territory one the first one is just the same as uh, what was it called blood and glory yeah it's essentially, it's the same objective thing. Where you, if you hold all four, you win the game. Job done.
0: So. Well, so should we? Uh, should we talk about the secondaries? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I think also something we should quickly talk about is uh, the special rule uh, where you score a victory point. Uh, predators and prey. Once per battle round, you gain one victory point if any enemy monster was slain that battle round so that's something to be conscious of so there's also uh, victory points for that as well so there's there's also five victory points available if any monsters were slain um, over the course and obviously you're going to say to yourself oh rob monsters uh, you'll only have four monsters in your army like well some of them um, you like you can have more right like you can have like uh, well, you, you can you could have more monsters in your army like you yeah. have monsters well, as that line.
3: and everybody's got access to the spell uh, Metamorphosis. Metamorphosis, which you can use to upgrade somebody into a monster, like one of the Gobberpluser or somebody. Uh, and so, if you kill them, you'd get that extra point, wouldn't you?
0: You would, you would. Yeah. So, uh, and Alapex is a monster's Good point, job PLC. So, that there's there's an opportunity for your opponent to just get five victory points off you for that as well, or you to get them. So there's something to be conscious of as well in your list, right? And we'll kind of talk about that at the end. Takaloi, yeah, five terror geists uh, would, if you kill them all, give you five victory points. And that five victory points is basically about the same as scoring the primary objective for two turns. So there's something to be really conscious of about how important it is to like, maybe disregard the primary. Like the primary is something I think that you'll do by happenstance. And it will all be about these secondaries and tertiaries, and maybe even, like, can I kill a monster? Because that's going to get yep. me some bonus points. So um, I think that's, that's something to be aware of. Uh, so, yeah, five victory points for that, which is pretty big. Okay, should we start with the, uh, the secondaries, or do you want to just talk about the grand strategies first? Nath, I'll let you choose. Do you want to talk about the secondaries, or do you want to talk about the grand strategies when you write your army list?
3: Uh, yeah, no, let's do the, the secondaries, the battle tactics.
0: Yes! Okay, so the battle tactics. I don't know if you've got the story for the battle tactics. I've only got the what they, what they do.
3: Uh, this is it is too blurry? blurry. Uh, I haven't got i st- I've got that little paragraph at the beginning. Don't
0: worry about it. We'll just, we'll just read the effect is what we'll do. Okay, so these are ones that everyone is going to do. Okay, so these are the battle tactics. And they are... You choose them at the beginning of your hero phase... And you have to achieve them at the end of your turn, right? That's what you have to do. Um, And they're going to score you two victory points, unless some of them you do with a monster. So, for instance, the first one is broken ranks. Pick one enemy battle line unit and destroy it. If a monster does it, you gain one victory point. Now, I think when we start talking about these, the first thing we should talk about is how easy they are to achieve, like easy, medium, hard. And then how likely you are to do them early game or late game. If that makes sense. I think those are kind of the yep. the, the two things. Um, and uh, so we'll talk about this. James, how do you feel about this? Pick one enemy battle line units and destroy it. If you do it with a monster you gain a victory point. How do you feel about this easy, medium, difficult to achieve? And also, um, when do you think you'd like to try and achieve this, do you think?
1: Uh, I, I mean, it's it's such a situational one, isn't it? Because if someone's taken like a screen of something small and weak then that's a great one because now we know scoring is kind of so minimal an extra point of like throwing a monster into a battle line unit super strong if you're playing you know someone whose battle lines are in 60s and you're probably not going to go through them in a turn really dangerous but i think it's probably like turn through most games probably turn three um and easy depending on your opponent. So I let, I'm going to go medium. Turn three, medium difficulty. Because I think it's super opponent dependent. Okay. Nate, how do you feel?
3: Yeah I, I, you, yeah, I think it is quite situational. It's it's a fairly easy one to do, though. Because uh, you'll know when you... Because you, you pick it when you know that you're going to do it, really. Yeah. So you've seen that there's... Half a unit of um, stabbers standing over there, and you're going to hit them with your big monster and take them off and score two points. So, well,
0: no, so it would be three with a monster. Oh, wait, yeah,
3: if you do it, yeah, 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 be three points, wouldn't it? So, yeah, yeah. happy days. Um, yeah, uh, and I mean, if, if if for instance, you're fighting against the sons of Beermatt army and it was, um, well, they're all battle-line, aren't they? And you knew you were about to kill one. You could uh, earn four points for doing that because you killed a monster, you do it with one of your monsters, and you get the bow tactic, so you could really pile the points on. So um, it's definitely one that's more situational, and I think it's fairly easy to engineer uh, during the course of a game that you score that one.
0: So I think this is one of the things that maybe might affect. I think that pretty much everyone would give this up. I think uh, with you, I think that this is super easy to achieve because everyone has to have battle line. They're, they're there, yeah. like and, and like you say, you could just choose the opportunity where you're like, okay, this is what I'm just going to go for. I also think it's one of those things that's going to happen very early. I think if you charge a screen, probably that's a battle line unit anyway. That's going to be one of those things that you're going to do. Um, if you're just shooting off little minimum units, like, cause they're on an objective and you're like, oh, I'm just going to reduce how many bodies they've got. I think that's also going to be one of those things that's really easy to achieve as well. Um, and I think like, uh, is saying, um, and, uh, like, I think it's just going to be one of those situations where like, Battle line are either like super resilient and tough, then they're one of the fighty units that you build around, or they're just a cheapish screen. And actually, I don't think this is one of those things that you can counter build for. Like, I don't think you can just build yourself like three blocks of Phoenix Guard and be like, you'll never get two victory points from me. Like, I don't think that's, I think, I think, unfortunately, I think everyone's just going to give up this. This is the kind of interesting thing about the eight. as I think you can almost, like when we look at the stats in uh, six months time, I would guess that this gets achieved in 90% of games. Like, I think this is going to be mm-hmm. very common, right? This one's just you, just... you just accept, like Aenea's saying, that you're giving this one away. In fact, actually, I would try and think the other way around. I would try and think of the fact that I know I'm going to give it away, so I would almost put a battle line unit out <clears throat> and just be like, there you go. You're going to grab that to put myself in, in into a different position. Maybe the, like they're going to charge with that, like, against Sons of Behemoth, for instance, you know, like, you put your battle line unit in the way and they're going to charge it. Probably you would do that anyway because you use screen, but then you're like, cool, you've got your two victory points, but now you're a little bit closer to all my fucking guns, so let's get you. Or whatever it might be. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, you can lure, if you're playing against an army like that that's got monster uh, battle line, you can lure them out with your battle line, and then you'll uh you hold your monster back and then you get your monster stuck in there to to do the killing blow uh then you're you know you're maximizing your return on that he'll he'll have done it with a monster sure enough so he's got three but you could get the four because they've got a monster that you're doing it to so some armies are going to be giving away more points with this one than others looking at like sons of berm uh Some of the Ogre builds, which have got Monster Battle line. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, actually, yeah. Like, I I think Pete made a really good point. Uh, When Games Workshop announced, they were like, 40k is the addition of vehicles now. Like, we're going to see vehicles all the time. We've done all these things to make vehicles better. And you see almost no vehicles. Actually, once you realize if Speckles is running his Gristle Gore, um, uh, Flesh Heater Courts list, actually, each Terror Geist you kill per turn is a battle line unit so it's give like it would give you one of these two victory points you can only achieve these each you can only achieve these each per once per game so you couldn't do it another time yeah. Yeah. but like also their monsters and their battle line like so you could you could definitely like nathan said get that four point swing in one game and like we talked about you're probably holding two objectives so this vict- this uh, this victory point uh sorry this uh battle tactic against um, flesh eater courts or Boulderhead, like with the 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 uh, the Sto- Beast Stonehorn Beast Riders battle line, actually could be given away four victory points. That's the same as holding. I think that's two rounds of the primary. That's how yeah. much of a big swing it is. So it's gonna be you probably you might not even run it, right? So yeah.
2: yeah.
3: Well, well, and conversely, if you're the one that you know your opponent's doing that to you, you're going to be using saving those command points that you've got to, like, oh, I'll give them extra save. I'll make sure they redeploy. I'll drag them back. Try and starve your opponent of those points. So you'll the way you use your command points uh, in their terms, so your reactions or, and whatever they're going for, Ooh. suddenly you might change. You might be like, oh, I'm not going to use my plus one save on, on my main character. I'm going to save it for if he does target these people with their but with his bows and arrows or something. And then as he moves up to, uh, to try and take you off, then you'll be like, oh, I'm going to spend a command point to run away. D6 inches and not roll a one, hopefully. So yeah, uh, it's got it. uh, So there will be some play against it as well.
0: Yeah, I think I think this is one that's like actually genuinely fascinating as time goes on. I yeah. also think it's one of the ones that you're going to do early or you're going to try and do early because some of the others are going to be harder to do early. So it's going to be a situation where you're like, you might even put in your list, let's say a unit of Shadow Stonkers or Shadow Warriors or a little unit that pops up and its entire job, Chameleon Skinks, its entire job is to get you those two victory points that turn. Yeah, Because the other yeah. ones probably are a little bit harder to do later game. Uh, no, are easier to do later game. So you've got to ask yourself, which is the one I'm going to do early? Like, that's kind of a key point, right? Which are the ones I'm going to achieve early? Um, and then you might not even screen with your battle line units. You might put another thing in your list to screen with early doors so that when people charge you, like turn one, they're like, oh, I'm just charging his screen and his battle line units are at the back of the board. So yeah, maybe you'll give it up turns three, but then what are they getting to get in turn one, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: So, really, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to play with. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it it got me thinking about bringing things like Loon Smasher fanatics out and hiding them and the battle line units for so putting it out as bait. So it'd be like, oh, I'm going to go for the, I'm going to kill those shooters. They're right at the front. So maybe he'll plunk, plink a few off with some bows and arrows. And then he'll move his big monster up to, to go and take those shooters out. But then I'll drop my Loon Smasher Fanatics and I'll sort of like try and run away with the shooters with the redeploy and stuff like yeah, that. Man. So,
0: yeah. yeah, I think you'll be able to do some very fun stuff. Like in like so, offering, yeah. yeah. Um, it's great, great one. So I think early, I think you'll try and do it early and it's easy to achieve but I think you can actually make it so it's harder for your opponent to achieve. So that's Broken Ranks. Yeah. Is Initially you look at it and you think, oh, easy, but actually when you're doing it. Right, next one, Slay Warlord. Slay the Warlord. Kill the enemy general. If a monster does it... Oh, what a, go on, sorry, Nath.
3: What about con- Conqueror?
0: I'm reading is it out from a different version. So, yeah, go on, yeah. give me your version if you want.
3: No, you uh, Slay the... I mean, I've just got the list Conqueror next on my list, but You've not missed Conqueror.
0: You're going to get this. Uh, no, actually, you know, you're right. I have missed Conqueror on my list. So that was the next mm. one, which is pick oh, okay. Conqueror is pick one objective marker your opponent controls. If you control it, you have completed the battle uh, tactic. So you have to like, complete it at the end, right, um, is yep. the point uh, of your turn. Of so turn. basically grab it off. Yep. Um, uh, grab it off. Uh, someone just pointed out that so Annika is even worse because she counts yeah. as a general kill. Correct. And thanks Donaldinho for resubscribing, <laughs> uh, who says I'd like to slay your warlord. Two weeks time, you got the opportunity uh, and you will fail. Uh, <laughs> right, so yeah, Conqueror is basically your opponent holds an objective and you do it. Uh, James, when I'm throwing you under the bus again, I keep throwing you early, I'm sorry. Let's carry on. Um, Throw me under do the you bus. think that this is going to be one you do early and do you think this is one that's going to be difficult to achieve? So basically it's, it's clear off, uh, it's basically gain capture an objective back off your opponent.
1: Uh, I think, well, what? See, now you're really testing me. Which battle plan did we use to see where I scored more points if I captured one back off you? Because we've had that in a battle plan before, haven't we?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's Total Conquest. So Total total, Conquest.
1: So I think there was like two ways to play Total Conquest, wasn't there? There was either I take the objectives and I hold them, or you did the janky thing where you were like, cool, I'm going to basically like bait you this objective. I know you're taking it and then I know I'm taking it back. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, I think there's a debate. So I think you either play this one super early and you're like, cool, I'm setting you up to take an objective. I know that I can take back easy and you're playing it like turn one, two, or I think this is maybe a, I'm playing big, I'm playing long. And on turn five, you're going to have no models left. And I'm going to take an objective back. To so like again, like the shadow stunk the chameleon skink, something that just appears, or something that teleports, or something that's just fast, like eels. And you're like, I'm playing for turn five. I got these three lads. They just get across the board, and they take me that objective. Well, so it's it's early or late. So it,
3: yeah, I think uh, it's obviously it's going to be one that you're going to play with the flow of the battle. The how the battle is unfolding. So if, if your opponent has deployed badly um, and you have the choice of going first and you've seen that you've got a chance going in there, taking their objective off of them. Um, so you don't get any extra points with the, for, for it being a monster or anything. It's just taking their point. But that's two points. But the fact that you've also then taken an objective off of them you probably now hold more objectives than they do. So, so going back to the primary so as well. One. Yeah, so you'll get the plus one for that. You'll hold probably be holding more than two. So you'll be maximizing on the actual, the primary score for that turn. And then your opponent will then be forced to go to try and redress the balance. And they're more likely to try and take their objective back um, than... Yeah, they'll probably have to spend a turn fighting for to regain their objective rather than coming in and threatening your side. Uh, could could be the other way around. They could just come and threaten you. But you've forced them into to doing this thing, and moving around, might expose some holes and stuff. But you've also maximized on the scoring, but not only the secondary, the battle tactics side of things, but the primary score as well, which... Which this one ties to the primary score more than it does, uh, more than like with monsters and stuff. So this is where that one you can maximize on that side. So you could actually be scoring five points, not just the two, because you you'd have the one for controlling objective, one for controlling more than one objective, and one for controlling uh, one of more than what your opponent controls. Well, I actually think think
0: there's an inherent weakness here as well. So if you think about like, so good points being made in the chat, I super appreciate it. Like one of the key points obviously is you start, um, you, you, you count as having owned the objectives from turn one unlike where Uh you used to have to have your first turn to gain control of the objective so if i'm on an objective i have to make sure i defend that objective really well in case like someone tries to alpha strike me off the objective you know tries to beat me up i think one of the things that's really interesting here is the trading units that we used to see so we'll talk about doors of Cain, and if we were playing uh, battle for the past for instance maybe we just drop down five heart renders on an objective we throw 10 witch elves up there right something a little bit light and the idea was I'd just hold it off and then what you would do is you would like run onto the objective and then you would try and beat them up but then you would be closer to me so I could kind of counter charge you, right? Like we would be trading off units and like three ether wings are a good example. Uh, but now actually you're in a really bad spot because if you don't take an objective aggressively with something that could take a hit back then they can just reclaim the, ob- they can just get those two victory points back off you just as easy, right? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it seems like a really good one straight away like you're like oh i'm gonna take the objective off someone at some point right so that'll be the one that i do but actually when you do do it i think that this is more of a late game play you're going to want to be in a position where you take it and they aren't able to regain it because then they're just it cancels out right they're
3: just cancelling the points out yeah but the the thing is if you do take it early on in the game so if you do it as like an alpha so i go in he's only put you know five knights on the back line and it's one of those ones which is on the line and i just go and drop 40 grots within nine inches taking the objective i score the two for the battle tactic and i score the other three because now i do all the things for the primary that's five then he's like great i'm gonna do the same objective he hits me with his whole army takes off the 40 grots and then he scores the two for the battle tactic fine, but he doesn't score the extra one for holding more than I hold. Yeah. So that that's where, so I've gone a point up in that round, by for doing that. So, and I think, uh, you'll find the scoring is obviously a lot closer. And if, if you can go round by round, just taking a point off every round, then so, but again, you've got to, is it worth it? Is it worth that I've traded a, that unit of 40 grots maybe i'll just have sent the 20 you know but then i've lost a battle line so uh you know have i traded that out again has he gone for the battle line as opposed to the to the regaining control thing but yeah it's it's going to be super interesting uh with the to and froing using the battle tactics
0: yes yeah, that's my point, right? Mm. Like, and you maybe would even throw a unit in there that is battle line, as an example, like you just said, so that then they either, yeah. they either choose one or the other, um, and then that kind of gets it out of the way. I think there's going to be... like This is what I mean about like, like having a conversation today. It's going to be so yeah. interesting yeah. working out when you're going to try and do your battle tactics and who you play against, right? Like when you're playing against yeah. KO, Like, um, what's your battle tactic going to be? Because it's going to be super hard. Because he's probably a general who's inside a fucking ironclad that's in the middle of the sky. So when we talk about the next one in a minute, how are you ever going to kill him? So you probably should just write that one off as not being something you're going to achieve. And I think, actually, these are going to be so important because, actually, you could probably... It's still not not enough in my head to get there. But you can probably start building lists that intentionally deny your opponent's ability to achieve some of these goals an example would be like if i ran two units of 30 sentinels for lumina throne lords as an example right yeah i could easily turn one achieve killing the battle line option right very easy like i've done that that's not a problem or or depending on if my general is like a like are you going to make your general... Like, uh, one of the things that we see at the minute sometimes is we see uh, Marathi, who's the general, let's say, and then we see another character, like a cauldron, that's the general. Or maybe we'll have a necromancer that's a general in a Gravelord's army. Or, Nathan, in your example, like Scraggy is a general. Or you would make uh, yeah. the your Loom boss, because you want him to have the right command trait, be the general. Whatever the situation, right? But actually, are you going to make yeah. a really weak, indefensible character, uh, or not very defensible character, your general, knowing that that's going to give up two victory points. Not only are you going to lose your general, but you're going to get two victory points.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, so we'll talk, we'll well, talk yeah. about that
0: one now, which is Slay the Warlord, which is obviously yeah. kill the enemy yeah. general, two victory points. Um, and if you do it with a monster, an additional victory point. And it doesn't say you have to do it with... A, with um, uh, uh, Hey, Scarcast! uh big love to you uh thanks for being in the chat Well, one of the big things is so this happens a lot in 40k and Skari who's in the chat who plays a lot of 40k competitively will be able to tell you uh there used to be a thing where and there still is now to this day uh, in 40k what they a lot of lists are really designed to inefficiently give a, give opponents away victory points for secondaries like it's intended to build a list so that you can't get as many secondaries as you would like to achieve, or as many points for secondaries. So I think that's one of the interesting things. Which brings us on to Slay the Warlord. James, two victory points if you do it, um, and then a bonus victory point if you do it for your monster. Is this going to make you make character monsters that are bigger and stronger, or are you just going to hide them at the back of the board?
1: Uh, There's there's too many things, I think, that are super mobile, (laughs) isn't there? I think that allow you to hide a model at the back of the board or then you end up against some luminous realm lord that don't need line of sight that just ping off that six wing character anyway i think when you're like in a in a meta that we think is going to revolve around monsters and big hero monster wizard character etc etc i think like having a super tanky super high health or super damage resistant you know, like I was, no- the bits of I've nosed out the other day. So, Yudrasna, or whatever her name is, you know, her three guard, just like terrifying. She's your hero, she's your warlord, she's on the board, she's got 10 wounds, she's got a four up DPR, she's got three lads with her, or three people with her that take wounds and mitigate wounds. Um, you're almost playing her and go in. I dare you to try and get those two victory points and i think there'll there'll be there'll be people that i think i think there'll be people that bait out kill me get get the two points but you're probably never going to get a monster to my low wound heroes who's hidden at the back of the board where you can't fit your base size in um and you're almost like take the two points but you'll never get the three i'm gonna get three each turn and i think you'll get players who play like that denial game of my general is not gonna die it's a bait i dare you to take it um and i think that's what's ex- i think for me like we talk about it listen to nathan getting super super hype and i think like the exciting thing for me is like we go into a point that sounds more tactical i think and also like more mind gaming like i'm yeah. excited like that that time i played i think like the second time i ever played you rob and I brought those Bretonians, and you were like, he's definitely brought this army because it does something. It definitely does something. It didn't really do anything. But it did charge you and killed some Kadai Fireborn. And I think, like, for me now, the game's got that a bit more again. And I guess because it's new, but I guess, like, there's just that moment where it's just, like, you, you take Kill the General. I dare you. You'll not do it. And then you just put your hero in the middle of the board and you're like, dice don't fail me now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah,
3: it it obviously makes units like Temple Guard, the Blade Lords from Lumineth, uh and those uh whatever they're called, the news Oh no, I've
0: lost you guys. I've lost we N- can, Oh nice! It wasn't my internet, it was Nathan. Okay. Nathan he's maybe He, he oh, no, might be back. Blasted. Hi We've Hi Nathan it. Can you can you hear me? Can you
3: got, hear yeah. me? now? Me Hello. Off. Oh I was thinking you could guard and can you hear me? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, we no? can hear you, babe. Uh yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I was I was just saying, yeah, James, right, it does uh does make you know, and um the new Stormcast, where you can bounce wounds onto them. Blade lords, blade dudes from the Lumineth, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm where they can protect heroes, yeah? Obviously, it makes them better. It's, it's just for one battle tactic, so is, is is that a thing? But it does put a big target on your general. It does. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: I think it massively, I think it massively benefits could... shooting, right? Like, I think uh, Winner, yeah, Dave, hey. Winner Dave's made a really good point in the chat. Like And actually, James, I think that there's a little bit of counterplay, actually. So while having a small character as your general that's really killable it means this battle tactics is easier to achieve actually if you have a monster character general let's pick a vampire lord and zombie dragon as an example yeah or a loon boss on mangler Squicks. actually probably they're also going to die and they're going to give up a monster victory point as well yeah. so you've got that double um which is quite nice quite achievable um, and then also if you're spending 450 points, let's say, on a, a monster, I'd, by the way, shout out to, uh, you'll never get these points, Frostheart, on uh, Anointed of Assyrian on Frostheart Phoenix, which got five points cheaper. Um, you're never gonna get that. <laughs> you rarely are gonna get those victory points. Um, mm-hmm. which is, like, a nice way to spec into it if you want to, as well as also buff mm-hmm. your army. But, like, normally if you're taking a Vampire and a Zombie Dragon, he's also, like, the beatstick of your army, he's also, like, a monster, right? Like, Nathan, you run Megaboss or more crush quite a lot. And I know he goes around and just slaps face all day. Yeah. And yeah just... But
3: he dies every game virtually. Whereas if you know if it's Archeon or Nagash, you know, it's probably not one that you're gonna be giving up very, very often because they don't tend to die all that often.
0: You will you will end up with some yeah. really cinematic moments though, like Marathi you oh, know, yeah. getting down to one wound and then being like, I'm going to run away from the fight now because she's going to count as a victory <laughs> point. And she's also <laughs> going to... And also, if someone's chosen that battle tactic that turn, you know, um, like, they might be like, oh, I've got an opportunity. But there might be this, like... Like, imagine the late game play. Marathi's on one wound oh, back yeah, of the board. No. Skink Star Priest teleports over. He's got his one star bolt to try and kill Marathi. That'll get you three <laughs> victory points, the battle tactic, and it'll get you the... Uh, the other one, but I think this is one of those ones that actually, you kind of it's kind of a lose-lose in most situations unless you end up building something super strong, and then even Archeon, I guess like you say, Nathan, like you build Archeon, you sling him at the enemy, you Nagash, you sling him at the enemy, Nagash and Archeon both have to go out there and they have to do a lot of work in those lists, and if they do die, they're going to give it those two VPs as well if you choose it and stuff, yeah. but you can't really guarantee you're but, going to kill I'd... Archeon sometimes
3: No, exactly, you can't oh, I think I think they're pretty, they're going to be pretty happy with people trying to slay them because uh, they have a great time slaying people that are trying to do that to them. Uh, I think you could see some also some interesting, maybe little fun fun plays where people end up killing their own warlords so that you don't get the points. Uh, if somebody's chosen it and my little loon boss has stood there in the middle of the field, I might just put a bloody endless. Spell over him and kill him first!
0: <laughs> your own endless spell over him! What a fucking great idea! You just kill your own general!
3: That's a or, great plan! Yeah. Or if he's a knight encounter just be like, Pull the pins, lad!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Play those <laughs> grenades! You're not getting these points! Bang! Oh! <laughs> I'm fucking Get going out, boys. There, yeah. yeah, that's great. Or what if you you run you could run an arch warlock for skaven and be like, I am gonna overcast this. Uh, I'm gonna overcharge this power. Here we go. Oh no, 18 mortal wounds to myself. That's so good. Fuck yeah, that's a great idea. Building yourself a well, suicide- yeah. Obvious, su- suicidal general.
3: Obviously, it's only things that you can do because it's going to be in their turn. So it's got to be stuff that you can do to yourself. So that's why you're looking at endless spells. I like uh, I like the sort of idea stuff.
1: that Nathan's now playing his <laughs> games, waiting for them to, to not it. have picked that rule, <laughs> and they can w- watch the endless spell go back towards his own hero. Well, because it'll
0: work in... So, like, they'll choose the battle tactic at the start, right? Before the hero phase uh, begins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be like, kill your enemy yeah. general, and then you both move your endless spells, and then Nathan will be like, ha-ha! <laughs> and that's... they just murder himself with his own endless spell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. That's so good. Okay, great idea, Nate. Great idea. Oh, <laughs> great. That's, that's a good sure. one. I love that. Uh, it's a fun idea. I don't know. If it's great. And obviously, if you do it with fun. a monster as well. So like if you do end up with like Kragnos versus Archeon, whatever, you know, you're know, you going to get that two victory points and also the bonus victory points as well, which is going to be uh, really key. But I do think, um, I think that that's going to be medium to achieve, I would say. And I think you'll do it later on in the game. I don't imagine you'll do it early.
1: Yeah. No. Sorry, I missed I missed my easy medium that time. I got I got too enthralled. It's okay, me too.
0: We're just we're just Knight <laughs> Encanters blowing themselves up from space. Uh. <laughs> better get me knight encounters out. <laughs> Alright, the next one is ferocious advance. Pick three units from your starting army. If all three units run and end within three inches of each other, it's complete. If they are monsters you gain a bonus victory point. I mean was this specifically just written for the Sons of Behemoth battle tone? Were they just like yeah. they were like you three lads run, get in the mid board. Yeah,
3: has a... in fact here's a unit with three monsters in. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, wait, no, each unit each unit three won't big count. lads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: but
3: still, yeah, it's that's a weird one, isn't it? I mean, yeah yeah uh, that... uh for some armies it's going to be well i mean it's going to be pretty easy at, like, like if if the game is virtually ended and you know which way it's going and you just need those extra victory points you just put three units together and just say oh they're running even if they don't move they can just run on the spot and yeah. earn and you the points can't they yeah I so if I... you've got if you've got nothing else to do and you've got Three units that are sat at the back, doing like buffing or just holding three objectives groups. or zoning out, and they, you know, they can just do that thing.
0: I think this is this is your turn one, two victory points yeah. on the board, like because like you say, Nathan, you could just do like let's say you're moving up like defensively, right? You put a couple of screens forward, you know, that's as far as you go, and then you just like take three buff characters that you got stood next to each other anyway. You would be like, run, 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 yeah, done, yeah, like easy like that's the e. The, this is turn one two VP on the board let's go
1: yeah every game
0: like yeah rule one cardio that's right that's what we need they need to get fired up for battle right so that's what they're about they're just like okay turn one let's get on let's get it done mm-hmm. um, but I almost think this is I mean, like
1: a I want to go I mean ter- like I think there's an interesting one isn't there because I almost feel like for me like this is turn one going second Every turn I'm taking it, and I'm probably taking it if I go first. But does it does it mess up my setup? Whereas I think if you're second, you're like, I know exactly where I want to go. Can I run these three buff pieces forward? And maybe maybe the issue is like it's like if you roll a one on one and a six on the other two, it's gonna mess up your kind of cohesion of those buff pieces and whatever. But I think it's a nice easy one. Everyone's yeah. getting two points.
0: Uh, yeah. Come on, yeah. uh, there's no way that isn't just going. Go a on, few man. people, sorry,
3: Karen. no, no, go on, yeah. you tell me. I was, yeah, all I was gonna say is uh, some people might even because all three of them have to be monsters for to get the additional point, don't they? Which is harder, a bit awkward, unless you are sons of Burma or something. But I can see a few people, like I've got an Arachnorok that's a shaman, so he might be hanging out the back, I might be holding another monster back, like. A mangler waiting for a counter charge. So I'll have the two of them. In that case, I'll just bloody cast your monster onto eye and make him go and run next to those two lads and just earn himself an extra point, you know? So Metamorphosis is gonna be a useful little spell on this one too. That's a great point. Monster Bogolai. Monster
0: eye yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well you can also <laughs> I think the also thing the thing that you can think about is um uh, you could, of course, like like you could have like three units of sharks, let's say, um, and they could mm. just run or whatever. But I think that this is going to be one of those things that like you don't give up anything early. By just getting yourself two victory points like this like you can kind of like unpack yeah. your army you've done your deployment you've kind of stopping those deep strikes you're defending your valuable units from their units that are being aggressive whatever the situation you could achieve this super easy achieving it with three monsters maybe a little bit harder but i think this is one of those ones that's like it's
3: not impossible though yeah, yeah not
0: impossible and like you say i think this is a very easily achievable early doors one um, like, almost instantly two victory points on the board. So you can kind of, like, sit on two objectives and do this, be four points up, and you haven't even moved. Like, you're just like, cool, this is good. I'm in a good place here. Like, And I think that, I think that's nice for armies that maybe are a little bit slower as well, that can't really reach out and grab your opponent turn one, because the fact that they can't do that um, is going to be difficult for them. And also, following up with this, this is all really tying nicely with armies that like running and charging, if they've got the options to do that, right? Like, if you can have, like, army-wide run in charge or whatever. But, yeah.
2: Oh,
3: yeah. Like the sons of Bearmut that make the little ones run in charge if there's a big one nearby. Love
0: love, love a little one and a big one. So, yeah I, would, yeah, I would say that you'll probably see Ferocious Advance done all of the time. 100% of the time. Like, 98% <laughs> yeah. of the time. Um I would I would probably pick this as my first one and then just crack on from there. Unless like someone slings a monster at me early. I'd be like <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I'll take that. Just do this later. Uh right, next one. Bring it down. Bring it down. Which is kill it like a last kill an enemy monster. And if you do it with your monster, you get an additional victory point. So um, uh so this one obviously situational if your opponent doesn't have a monster. Mm not good um but if they do have a monster it's going to be two victory points a bonus one because it is a monster and if you haven't killed another one that round uh, and then if you do it the monster this could be a four point swing available um so so it still only counts as one victory point no it's two victory points for achieving that because it's a battle tactic yeah,
1: ca- counts as two gimley uh, uh yeah with Legolas alone.
0: yeah <laughs> does it only count oh i get it yeah <laughs> james how do you feel about how do you feel about this one
1: Uh, yeah I think it's an interesting one isn't it and I like I know like the bits that I've been playing with recently have no monsters so I'm like the worst person to play against or probably to play iOS 3 (laughs) without adding some monsters into a list but I think again like super situational isn't it I think like if you play I'll just pick on him because we are uh, like Speckles list with all those terror guys in you've got like five attempts to pick this one in the sense of you're like cool that one's on two wounds i get the turn i'm taking this one i've definitely scoring it yeah whereas i think if you're playing someone with one monster i think it has to be more tactical because you want to get it low enough that you can guarantee it or you've got to commit enough to it to guarantee you're getting the points um but you can't like overcommit before because then if you kill it or they put an endless spell through it, Nathan, and kill it themselves, <laughs> I don't know then stuff. you've ruined your ability to to um to to gain those points. And I think that's that like there's where they get quite interesting, isn't it? There's some of these where you're like there's certain armies I never want to pick these into. Well,
0: I see this is this think, is the like, point, right? With this being there and also a bonus victory point. I know it's like monster stonks are massive, but are they? Like, I'm potentially giving up at least three victory points for this. Yeah.
1: So is it? So is it? Do I get an extra victory point every time I kill a monster? Sorry, or when every I kill battle round?
0: Monster? Every time you kill a monster. Yeah. Yeah, we're still on battle yeah, tactics. Yeah, one VP. Uh, Onia yeah um every yeah every battle round every time i kill a monster in that battle round it's worth a victory point so if you bring five monsters you could give up five victory points over the course of the game
1: yeah so some so most of the the ones
0: we're talking about isn't it
1: you get an extra point if you use a monster but if you lose a monster that round you're also giving away a point so it absolutely ruins
0: the advantage of having the yeah, monster the advantage. And, yeah. also, and, and also and also you can make one of your characters a monster this is where n- me and Nathan are going to get real into it yeah because this is where it gets fucking sexy Nathan, i think the powerhouse here when you start thinking about are monsters good are monsters not good the re- like not that they're not good what i mean is is how do i how do i really like make uh points useful for me in this situation is you find that really choppy on foot character, right? So here's a shout out a mega boss on foot. Pretty choppy. Yeah. 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 We metamorphose him, Metamorphosis him, right? So he's a monster that round. And then he goes and he gains yeah. you that bonus victory point, right? And uh, yeah. let me just double check on Metamorphosis. When does it last too? I just need to double check. Uh, Ooh, metamorphosis. That's a good um, because. Metamorphosis. Is
1: uh, uh, well, Rob reads this, Chris. Chris, hey, wait, it's until I it's until speak. your
0: next hero phase is a point.
1: Chris Danish, yeah. you can only use them
0: once. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can only yeah, use yeah. This, you can only use any of these battle, battle tactics once per game, of course. Yeah, uh, so it lasts until your next hero phase. But what I mean is, is in this situation. Like, if I... Like, if it's my hero phase, so I'd go, cool, Mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to kill your monster, let's say, two victory points. Metamorphosis, my mega boss on foot, he's got a place now in the list, because he's like a choppy character you can kind of give the monster keyword to, throw him into the enemy monster, like, chip him down with other stuff, whatever, then throw him in, do the last couple of wounds, make sure he's safe enough against the counter charge, because he's still got the monster keyword, so he could give up a victory point. Yeah, and then... Like, do you know what I mean? There's some really high level, like, little snipe bits where you're like, I've gained the extra victory point, I've taken out your list. I kind of feel like monsters are actually in a worse place because you, you like, if you're, let's say, you're taking Beastcore Raiders or something, um, you're going to want to kill the Frostle and Stonehorn because he's just going to wreck your army, right? So you're going to kill yeah. him, and he's also then worth a victory point. So when you kill him and he's worth a victory point, it's great. If you do it with a battle tactic, he's now worth three victory points. Like, or two for the battle tactic, one for him being a monster. And that's really good. If you've got no monsters, you're not giving up those victory points. So I think James is right. Like There's that swing vote. If you put a monster in your list, he's only, they're only able to um, give you plus one VP in some of the battle tactics, but they're always going to cost you a victory point. Is that right?
2: Yeah,
1: and it's quite, yeah, it's quite interesting too, isn't it? So, like, if you're playing someone, say, like, a Beast Claw Raider, a Gristle Gore, and they're like, I've brought five monsters, you're almost like, cool, I'm going to, you know, like, systematically remove one every turn, because every turn you are giving me a victory point. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting in its own right, because whereas, like, if someone had thrown two forward before and you were like, right, I can absolutely annihilate two, if I commit everything and I might lose stuff, but actually I think you have that interesting thing where you're like, cool, I want to definitely annihilate one. And then if I've got some shooting, I want to ping it off against everything in almost like systematic. I want to wound them. I don't want to kill them because next time I'm going to pick on that one and then weaken and then kill. And then, And, and like, I think even that like is the interesting concept that we've not played before, because actually like giants, you're like, cool. They take hours to kill. So do I want to kill the little ones first if they're easy, let's say, because there's one point and then or do I just want to be like turn one, my whole army turns at that big boy and I remove him and I play the battle tactic like to do this. I remove him and I score the extra points because then each turn, if I can then start to outscore them and kill a monster, mm. I've got five VP by the end of the game
3: yeah, so you just wanna... removing their army. Yeah, but doing a, a turn at a time, uh, around at a time, so you want to, like, farm them. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're literally farming. <laughs> I don't want to slaughter them all in one time. <laughs> just... Just, uh,
0: like, I, and like also, and head also, head we talked about everyone in the chat is saying it. like, obviously, you know, you can't just like you need to manage your expectations. Like, if you only kill the Frost Lord and Stonehorn in round one, and there's a couple more coming to smash your face in, because then you're going to get farmed, right? Like, so there, there needs to yeah. be like a there needs to be some sort of mitigation. I think actually, the armies that are all monsters having that conversation from the chat, which is a good point. And the armies, so the armies that are all monsters might be a little bit better. The armies, I keep thinking about Nathan's loom boss on Mangler Squicks, right? Those guys run around and they die all the fucking time, Nathan. Right? Yeah. Yep. And now they're like yeah. they're just a victory point ready to be got. And I think uh, like you might you might be less. Like it might be like, oh yeah, you're gonna put more monsters in your list. You're like, oh, I probably will only put really good monsters, for, like Anointed of Asurion or Frostheart Phoenix, will go in my list. Yeah, I won't throw a random Gargant in my list because that's just a victory point waiting to happen, right? Which is just <laughs> yeah, just giving, just giving away a victory points, point. Yeah. You obviously can achieve you can achieve I'm... something with him as well. So there's, I, I think the list yeah. writing stage makes that quite interesting. I don't know what you think.
2: Mm. Well, yeah.
1: Carry on, then.
3: so yeah i mean like ale guzzlers now obviously they're very very easy victory points for for james and his lads to get them off of me but then they do actually score me extra points as well so it's a case of if i do certain things with them like if i try and achieve some of these things with the monsters yeah with that ale guzzler but uh they're not i don't know yeah it uh yeah i th- I see what you mean. I think you'll see probably less of the crappier monsters uh
1: Paul gorgons. <laughs> that's all I can think about. We've had this whole conversation, and all I can think about is the three gorgon list that was gonna beat Robert every game
0: has got worse. It has. It has got worse. Uh, Stevie of Wonder says, Dankhold not being a monster stonks up or down. I don't know. <laughs> 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 and Pino's also pointed out more reason anybody. not to summon a tree lord from a L'Areal, which I also agree with. Um, uh, but then also, like mm. only is saying, having a single monster that's cap- capable of surviving long enough to score two victory points is also something that isn't bad. So I keep thinking that anointed on Frostheart that got cheaper. Right, like if he's able to do something, um, and then the god monsters like, like, um, uh, Marathi. I mean, Marathi is just a, an absolute truck in this edition because she doesn't die until like turn three. So now you're just like, okay, you're gonna do so much with it. So, anyway, um, uh, interesting to think of a monster as making back its VPs in addition to making back its points. That's a really good point, yes, meatballs. So, I would, I would, I would hugely agree with that. Um, So, uh, like, something to be conscious of, right?
3: Mm, definitely. Uh,
0: Now, the next one, the next one is um, aggressive expansion. Pick two objective markers, not wholly within your territory, control both. This is going to be really dependent on the battle plan, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Huge. Yeah, so there's one that's pretty much the same as what
3: focal points used to be, or border wall, back, going back even further, with the two objectives in the center your one on your back in your field and one in your opponent's field. So, like, those people that are going first in that battle round, this is obviously one that they, they're looking to do anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, you don't get the extra points for any monsters getting involved no. in this, but...
0: I think this is also one of those ones yeah? where... Um, again it could be uh it could be oh by the way, the bring it down is uh, easy to achieve i guess it's easy to achieve if there's a monster, hard to achieve if there 's not a monster, and when you do it will really depend on on when it's happening. sorry uh this one is uh, really dependent on the battle plan right mm. um, but it's yeah, something yeah. you could try like, building and like build into your list to be able to achieve i guess early
1: yeah, I think this is this is a really weird one as well, isn 't it? because like some armies are probably never going to achieve it. Like, and maybe we'll see less of them, but if I base it on like 2.0 armies, there's lots of armies that kind of castled. And I think if you got a castly army and no great movement in five turns, you're probably going to struggle this one. Whereas some armies, like giants, probably like turn one, you're like, cool, I'm 30 lads to go. If I get this runoff and I get that runoff, like, I've got this turn one. Mm.
3: I think Yeah, I think it's going to be a turn 1-1 one, one that you see, but then, obviously, by doing it, you open yourself up to the... What was the one we were talking about earlier? Uh, conquer. People will be looking to take one of those objectives back off of you. Um, so... But also, but also bearing in mind, you're doing this expanse, uh, aggressive expansion. You're doing exactly that, that same point that we had with Conquer. You're also probably going to be maximizing on the primary as well aren't you so you're right uh you are doubling down you're doubling down on the primary there so uh and not necessarily in a way that your opponent will be able to get all of those points back very quickly it might take them a few turns to get them back Uh, especially if you can take those two and hold them for the next turn as well so if you if if there's a chance you can do it on the second half of a turn, and then you win the roll-off and go into the next turn and maintain that control, that's also pretty good. Yeah,
0: I think this is really dependent on the, hmm. ba- on the, uh, on the battle plan ultimately. Um, but yeah, Nathan, I think you've nailed that point. Next one, monstrous takeover. One friendly monster contests an objective that you control and an enemy monster is not contesting it. Um, is that, does that one, is that, have I read that right? Is that how that works?
1: An objective,
0: and there's not an enemy monster on the objective. Yes.
3: Okay. There's a giant. Well, it doesn't even matter. It's just
0: any monster. Have I read that right,
3: now? Monster from your starting on on the battlefield. We'll
0: just double check that.
3: So uh, it's pretty blurry. So you complete this battle tactic. If that monster is testing an objective marker that you control at the end of this uh and that objective marker is not contested by an enemy monster. Yeah, so you have to control it and there just has has to be no enemy monster within uh, um, contesting. Basically. So this this
0: there so, yeah. so yeah I did read it right. So this one is like yeah. the most easy one to achieve in the world. You basically cast metamorphosis on some on one of your guys or yeah. you just put what, you just put a monster on an objective and you score two victory points? (laughs) Like, are just doing... Like, it's like, what? Like, so, so far, battle tactics-wise, turn one, I just have a monster or a cast metamorphosis, doesn't matter which, score, score, score this. Okay, sweet. All right, two victory points in the can. Next one turn two just run three buff characters together all right two victory points so far I haven't even had have to fuck with you or do anything I've just it's turn two finished and I've got four victory points from the secondaries and I haven't even had to do anything at all like mint like go me right this is a great one this is so easy like so like those two I put as like being very early achievable ones
3: Oh, I don't know. I think because that one is so easy, it would be a good one to bank for later turn. Like, if it's getting tough later on and you're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to kill that monster. But I've got a wizard on my back objective. Fucking just cast Metamorphosis on yourself and claim... Like, if you're in a sticky position and you can't score any of the tougher ones, then that's, that's one that you can probably always bank on as long as you've got a wizard or you've got a monster kicking about yeah
0: but what i'm what i'm kind of ta- what hold. i'm kind of talking about is like if they haven't given you a battle line unit to charge if they haven't given yeah. you a warlord yeah. to kill or a monster to kill right like if they haven't put them there or like yeah maybe i can charge Archeon, but i probably won't kill him but i might chip him down a little bit or whatever the situation right if I, those aren't ones that are achievable like what i mean is is i don't have to overextend early on turns one or two to try and kill the warlord or kill a monster or kill the battle line and instead i can just score four victory points turn one as i enact my evil plan yeah like whatever that might be it seems like a really easy thing to achieve, right? Like, I just, I'm just like, cool. I'm not even really, uh, what I'm doing is I'm moving all my stuff around. I'm controlling the board space. I'm I'm keeping my threats in the right place. But yeah, like if I've got something that's going out there to murder stuff or whatever the situation, but I think these are two very early, very easily achievable ones. And then what that means is I don't have to overextend late into the game Like, well, early in the game, and I put myself in a stronger position later on. Because they're going to have to bring their general and or battle line units, like, into the mid-board anyway at some point, right? So why not just achieve these ones early?
3: Yeah, they're likely to be doing the same thing. So it'd be interesting to see if the tempo of the game plays like that. Um, But, yeah, I'd be more tempted to be holding the to be going with the ferocious advance one first, because like you say, that's where you're just repositioning stuff uh, on the back lines. Uh, and the, this one is so easy. It's one that you can, you can hold back if, if you're getting into a, Yeah. Uh, if you're getting stuck further on in the game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does the easy scoring mean anything yeah. when everyone can get it but a super, yeah it's a really easy one really easy one, does the easy scoring mean anything mm. when everyone can get it, surely it just raises both scores, it does, it really does but it also benefits some armies mm. like if we were to take a shooting KO list as an example right Like like there's just like, there's just a quick example so what the KO list might be able to do is might be able to shoot off your general but they have to get really close to your army which means they can get charged, now if they want to they can just achieve um, uh, they could just put an ironclad on an objective turn one, and they're like, "Cool, I'm still shooting you from long range, and I've scored this, so I don't have to. I don't have to put myself in a scary position, whatever the situation. Like um, thinking about Nathan's gets list. Like Nathan doesn't have to like try and unpack away from his loon shrine too early if he doesn't want to. He can do scuttle tide and keep kind of throwing that around at his enemy, and just chipping at the. I mean, scuttle tide will be so good for achieving uh, killing the enemy general, right? like just keep like if it's like a backline support character just keep whippling them across Mm. Uh, and it means Nathan doesn't have to unpack and, and kind of overextend and try and kill a battle line unit so he's got that range I really think all of them work really well for ranged armies I think ranged armies are so useful in this edition because they don't have to engage to achieve most of the victory points or most of the battle tactics like you could just have a, uh, uh, um, a monster at the back of the board who's just like, cool, it's two victory points my turn and here's shit tons of shooting at you, for turn one. And you're like, oh, okay. And then they run at you and they try and hit you and you're like, okay, well, I won't do the running one this time. I'll kill a battle line unit. Then I'll kill a monster in turn three. Like, then I'll kill your warlord in turn four. Like, and I'll just keep shooting. Like, do you know what I mean? I think there's some really, like, and if not, if they don't run into the mid board, then like turn two, you'd be like, okay, I'll run my characters. I've scored two victory points and I'm still shooting at you. Like turn three, yeah. I've, choose, I've whittled you down. I'm now going to shoot and kill your hero character or whatever it might like. Or your hero character. Or I'm going to kill your, your general, sorry, or I'm going to kill your backline unit. So now I'm mean, at turn four. I haven't even had to really move, right? Then I start shooting yeah. at your fucking general or a monster that you've got. And I still haven't had to move. And that's four victory points. Well, that's four battle tactics achieved. I'm sat on some objectives. I haven't really had to go forward at all. So I think there's 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 a build there at least I think um, and there are going to be other yeah, wa- there well, are other ways to play it as well of course
3: yeah obviously like if you have got all the sentinels or something like that and you just shoot out whatever monster they've got you're taking this away from them then they've got to then use a spell to metamorphose somebody to make them go on to if they want to do this one um but you're also doubling that so trying to deny this off of other people. So like uh, I'm going to do that. I'm just gonna move my uh, wizard cath- or wizard, gonna you know, metamorphose It's gonna contest this objective and happy days. then all my sentinels are gonna shoot out all of your monsters. So now I get the extra point for shooting killing a monster. Uh, i've got my extra bonus i've stopped you getting this easy one you've got to start countering somehow because you're just getting shot at so you've got to start moving around uh know yeah, yeah it does suit armies that have got some long range um threats so yeah it's going to be uh less exciting for some people i think and, and this this rewards those armies the long-range shooting or other threats. I think it does, yeah, I yeah. Think it does. which
0: I don't think is what they intend, but like, um, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, last one, Savage Spearhead. Two starting friendly units, so starting in your army, e- end up wholly within the enemy territory, and if they're monsters, you score an additional victory point. So, if you, uh, it, so it has to be in your starting army, so if you've got a double teleport... Obviously, that's really good. Uh, And stick two monster units in the back of your enemy's lines. That's uh, worth two VP. I think this is going to be one of those ones that's uh, harder to achieve, um, ultimately. And I don't think it'll come into effect that much. But maybe it will. James, how do you feel about this one? Two starting units from your army have to be wholly within your opponent's territory. Um, I think if you've got an army that's mega fast. So,
1: like, let's say Seraphon. Like, if you've got some skinks they're mega fast you can run them you can teleport a unit i think almost you can guarantee that one but when you use it i think it's a really complicated matter like do you take two blocks of skinks they're still pretty cheap at 75 points or whatever they are now do you put one right on your line hope you get like take first turn run them forward teleport the other ones and score that turn one um i think the the maps are gonna you know the battle plans are gonna matter not that i've seen them but they'll matter um and your army choice is gonna matter and whether having heard all the other ones this one's ever worth even going for i think in my head this for me would be a completely situational one so if i've just had one of those missions where i've like i've plowed forward my dice have gone hot I've smashed half of them out of the way and I'm like cool this turn I've literally I'm moving five and I've got three units in your objective I'll take this one this turn um then I think for me like this is entirely situational probably with 90% of the army super hard to achieve uh so I'd probably go mid to late game
0: medium to hard I think okay Nate, how do you feel about this one uh, yeah, it's it's another. This one's
3: a bit more situational than the others. If you're obviously, if you're a sons of bear map player, probably all right. You're gonna probably at some stage send, depending on the battle plans as well. Some of them have got big areas of no man's land, but some of them the map is split half and half. So if you're playing one of the ones where it's split half and half, probably at some point you're going to be sending at least two of your Units over the line, mm. uh, yeah. and, and you're doing it with monsters, so you're scoring you know extra points. But other armies aren't going to be doing that. I do think if you are going to be scoring this, then it, you're probably uh, in such a dominant position anyway that it, the game is probably in, in the bag. Because mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're getting two b- battle line units into your opponents,
0: it doesn't have to be battle um, line units, it's so it just has to be starting units.
3: Uh, two starting units. Then you're probably in quite a strong position. Well, it does. Make, it does make. Um, and if you. On, sorry. Uh, and if do do they have both have to be monsters?
1: If, yeah, yeah.
3: If both of them are monsters to get the additional point yeah so some armies obviously going to love it more than others well i mean i'm uh, just uh, i'm the loving the
0: idea thing. of silver Death with two units of tree revenants and like their entire job is just to like go from two back corners <laughs> to two other back corners and just be like two, two victory points baby and you're like that's all they're in the <laughs> list for two units of shadows donkers just teleporting who's being like well oh, i'm here now and you're like okay are you doing anything there? like no i'm just two victory points and leave again like they'll just get like so. I think you'll see some armies that have the options of having units like that um, that can mm. deep strike or like scout and stuff. Uh, we'll will do that and they'll just be like cool. And it's nice that it's not summoning, right? Yeah. So they'll just corner bro it up. Um, uh, so they'll just drop a wood over there and do it with two true lords. Is the most powerful play. Uh, good shout out, Halalex Big love to you. That's a hundred percent the right play. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think this is probably one.
1: I mean, they're not good for anything no, else.
0: I just don't think this is, is going to be the one. Now, now, what's interesting about these is, um, like we say, they're worth five victory points, right? Uh, not sorry, five victory points. Ten victory points over the course of the game over five battle rounds. And actually, yep. you kind of have to ask yourself, well, this is how you play Age of Sigmar now. This is how you score points. And then when you start to talk about that and you start to have that conversation, you need to go back and look at your lists and you have to ask yourself, okay, what's the tempo of my army, right? Like, what am I going to do turn one that's going to get me those two victory points? Because it's all well and good going first, but what battle tactic are you doing round one? You know, like, what are you doing? Like, and then what's your battle tactic, tactic turn two? And then by turn three, the game should be in the off and you should be having a fight and then killing a battle line unit, killing a monster, killing your general might be options, But there are at least three that are in there that you don't have to be involved with your enemy at all. Like if you're Sylvanath, for instance, you could hold two objectives. You can teleport two units of tree revs uh, at the side, so you can grab that at any point that you want to. Uh, You could do the run-in thing, uh, and you could hold an objective with a monster. So you can have three turns of never fighting your enemy and scoring all your battle tactics, right? which is very, very, very interesting like very interesting and I think you're going to have games that are a lot less interactive like because you don't have to interact to score the points because where Age of Sigmar was always really good and what I've always loved about it is in order to to win you had to go and grab objectives which meant there was some other fucker trying to grab the objectives and that meant you were dusting it up all day you like (laughs) like you had to fight over that gold you don't have to fight over the gold as much anymore. Some battle plans, you still have to go out there and go to those objectives. I completely agree, but actually, I think that this really benefits armies that can either play long range, um, uh, or can like I think I, I think teleporting armies and long range armies were already good, but this makes them even better. I think because they they can do a lot of the victories with like sorry a lot of the battle tactics without really getting involved in the enemy. Like a corn army is going to be like right turn one, run. Yeah? Like, turn one, I'm going to run, or I'm going to grab those two objectives. And they're like, okay, what am I going to... And then turn two, I hope I'm close enough to a battle line unit, or I hope I'm close enough to, like, a fucking hero or a monster that I can go grab those, right? Like, that's going to be their tempo, and some armies can't do anything but that tempo. Like, Nate, thinking about your gits, like, how would you spec for trying to play through to gain points, right? Like, you would think about it, right?
3: Well, yeah, that's that's it. So the first turn, probably choose one of these easy ones. But then I've got to make my first turn that much disruptive to the opponent that I start disrupting all these easy ones for them. So, like, I've got to get stuck into them. So armies like Korn and and the Oryx and stuff like that, You've just got to get in there and start messing about with there. Oh, I'm just going to sit here and do all of these bloody mm. things. That's fine. Try doing it whilst I'm ramming this axe up your butthole. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I think what's what doesn't uh, so, <laughs> But the uh, but so, but then you've got to also be alert to the things that you those little things that you can do in your opponent's turn to try and mess with their plans so using the redeploys using the stand and shoots maybe not using the stand and shoots and uh, uh, the plus one armor save where is it going to go depending on what the secondary is going to be um, maybe it means you're going to have to give up a unit because this other unit this that's the unit that they need to kill to get the points whereas this other unit probably feels more valuable it's a character that's doing all of Mm the stuff but actually if i keep this unit alive i deny my opponent three points you know which so okay i'm going to keep these (laughs) five stabbers alive i'm going to spend my command point to redeploy them further back and give them the extra armor save or something like that so yeah it's gonna yeah uh uh you're going to see people making mistakes on the reactive side as well as on the on the picking side.
0: Agreed. I think you can play smart picking, though. I think you'll see lists that intentionally build great VPs into them at the building stage. I really do think that. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, yeah.
3: there's Some people really love that list building side of it, and they're going to have the set plan. 100%. And then you're going to see other people that are going to be like, I see your set plan. Look at this stuff I'm bringing. What are you going to do now? I've brought a load of chaos and drop it into the middle of their plan and see mm-hmm. what they do. Yeah, I'm... So it's going to be fun. Games going to be yeah, some man. really fun
0: games. Right, let's talk about the grand strategies. <laughs> so these are you, what you do with your army list. Okay, with your army list. And there's quite a few of them as well. And then if you at the end of the game, if you score them, they're worth three victory points. Okay, so it's going to be... I think some of them like are going to be very hard. So uh, we'll talk about them. And we'll just talk about um, them being easy or hard to achieve. Because uh, I think that they're that polarizing, I think. So the first one is sever the head, which is kill enemy heroes. Never choosing that, probably. Unless I'm bringing like a very... All of them. Kill all the enemy heroes. <laughs> uh, these Fuck that. I mean, uh, do
1: you know what? I haven't even looked at them. I'm going to get them open. Okay, Carry well, on. that's, that's one. Nathan, Almost what do you think impossible. of that one? Oh, hang on. When do I choose these? Someone tell so, me. So,
3: when you write your army list. So, oh. these these are a strategy that you've got to do every single game of the tournament of for the rest of your life with uh-huh. that list.
1: So, so I going to say, like, you're playing Beast of Chaos. You take that one every day. But if I'm choosing it before I start, I mean, what's the chance of getting five Beasts of Chaos More players? in the future,
0: because they're so good now. Um, it went 3-0 at the yeah. weekend. Um. Oh, there uh, you go. Um, yeah, that's a really tough one. So, you, yeah, you're not going to pick it, basically.
3: I don't I don't think people are going to... Yeah, I, I have a feeling that there's going to be one or two that people are going to pick all the time. That you're going to see most of the time. So, for Age Sigma
0: Sigmar fans who aren't 40k fans, I think it's worth me talking about something here. Because one of the things that uh, is very... Uh, that's a huge conversation. There's some really good Goonhammer articles. If you'd like to look at secondaries, um, Goonhammer have written up some good kind of like data sets about secondaries. And actually, after the launch of 9th edition 40K, they changed some of the secondaries for 40K. Lol, in name only, not actually in effect, but that's a different conversation. But they basically recognize that some got taken all the time and some were never taken at all because they just were useless, right? And this is going to be the case here as well right so it's so it's yeah. just worth talking about and just being like no so don't write this on your army list basically like like don't write i'm gonna kill every enemy hero on your army list a big shout out to tom in the chat yeah like just don't write it on your army list because you can't guarantee you're gonna do it every round fuck knows what you're gonna play in there's a big difference between like what if someone just has like a hunter that's in reserve forever we, I mean, it has to come in by turn four. But what if you just backboards it?
1: But they could just put it. No, it gets so slain like turn on turn four. four. But
0: yeah, you could just like you. I just don't write it. Just don't do this. Sever the head is, a no, right. Next one. Hold the line. Keep any battle line units alive. Ah, this is maybe you would do this. Maybe you would have a plan for one of your battle line units that's just gonna just sit in the corner, right? Yeah. What if? you...
3: Well, yeah. I mean, some people aren't. Uh chaos warriors in units of 10 now so you could somebody could turn up with a block of 30 chaos warriors and just be like well this is my battle line and i'm not really expecting to lose it every game right so yeah or yeah so uh, it's it depends a lot on your army list and what sort of style you are going to play if you're going to play a style where you like I'm going to super buff this one unit all the time and I'm expecting it to live and it's a battle line, then fair enough. But it's this is very situational with your army list and your style of play. Yeah,
0: yeah. and I just don't think uh, love isn't always on time. Thanks, very quick from earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say this is a big no from me. Don't do this um unless there are like uh don't do this but this oh no keep any battle line units alive is is, no sorry i was talking about seven the head i was just lost a moment hold the line could be good if you're playing (laughs) mega gargants because all of them are battle line units right so if you keep any of your army alive you you win yeah
3: yeah so it, it does depend on your army list a lot uh my lists are my battle liners mainly gets uh, and i'm expecting them all to die at some stage <laughs> so i probably won't be using this very often
0: yeah okay i think that's super fair um <laughs> i love that yeah but like but this is i, I agree it's going to depend on your army list but you write this at your army list right so yeah, you're, yeah. you're thinking exactly. about this so Keep any battle line units alive. I would yeah. say that's probably a no, unless you're building something like a brick of Phoenix Guard, right? Because you're like, I'm going to lean into that this brick isn't going to die, or whatever the situation. Okay, like,
3: yeah, my battle plan is a is built around these people not dying, and maybe I've got two units of them that I think are indestructible. So yeah, yeah, fair enough.
1: Yeah, I think I think like in my head as we talked through this, like I was running that scaven list where you take a bunch of bells and a bunch of clam rats and i had a little a little piddle with a pen and paper at like what that looks like and you could take a block of 60 so you i think like no battle shock 60 rats with rally like there's a there's a place for it i think if you're still taking a horde army i just think a horde army is going to be slim to none
0: Maybe, maybe not. It depends. I think, like someone said, OBR, that's one. Two blocks of Phoenix Guard, love that one. Keep a battle line alive. Yes, it really does depend on the army list you're building. But yeah, two blocks of Phoenix Guard is a good example. Two blocks of Mortec Guard is a good example of one. But then they're also your hammer unit. It's the same situation as like, my general is going to go out there as a monster and going to kick everyone's ass. And you're like, well, he's also a monster, so he's worth a victory point. He's also a general, and if I kill him, that's two victory points for that turn. Like, I'm pretty happy with that. Like... So, like, when your hammer units are also your, like... So, it's kind of like win big. You win more. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that, James. It's like win-lose, win more. And in some situations, you can write this where you, you win, you win, but you don't win more. Um, these are one of those, like, win more things that you, you put into it as well. You can also just fill your army with battle line. So, instead of just having three tens, you could just be like, lol, yeah. my whole army is battle line units. Like, uh, like the Stormcast units seem to be all battle line units. So you just fill them with battle line units. And if you just got one fucking guy left at the end who's like, I'm alive! Like, then, you, then it's good. So there's that. So I think Hold the Line, we'll see a few times. Um, Vendetta, yeah. kill the enemy general and keep yours alive. Interesting one. <laughs> I think that's a big no from me. Don't know what you think, Nate. Uh...
3: Yeah, oh, I think that's pretty much a no, unless you're a ballsy Archeon player, maybe, or somebody like that.
0: Yeah. But then Archeon's meant uh, to die. Uh, Archion's job in the Zinch list we've seen previously is he just goes in and he caused so much damage and so much like destruction and stuff that he just smashes face, like but then eventually dies.
3: Oh, does he? Does he normally die? Well, I mean, or he, or either, he either he either
0: wins or he dies. Like, and like sometimes he like yeah. he, he, he basically just overloads the enemy for like. Let's say let's say you eventually bring him down mm. on turn four because you have to kill him, right? You have to kill him. Like, so you try and bring him down; otherwise, he just runs rampant through your army. And then when you eventually do bring him yeah. down, he's dead. Like, so, um, like. But you also yeah. don't
1: want him hiding in the back, do you? Because he's yeah, way yeah. yeah he has to go to forward. Like, oh, I'm going to hide. Yeah, he goes oh, yeah,
0: and yeah. plays. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know what the right yeah. situation is with this unless it's like, uh, thanks to Maurizio uh, for resubscribing, unless it's like, um, you know, you keep like a Cathalar, like at the back of the board, who's your general, and then you just like, just gun down someone with your Sentinels is like an idea, I guess, or your Starshart Ballistas or mm-hmm. something, I don't know. Um, but I think building yourself yeah. a tanky enough general oh. and then also guaranteeing you can kill mm-hmm. their general is probably unrealistic.
1: People, yeah. people know these as well, don't they? So I know you've got yeah, to keep you your know. general alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, like, so at that point, you're like, well, I've got this hidden Cathalara at the back, and I'm like, cool. Like, that's a five wound hero. I'm just
0: gunning for it. Yeah, but you're like, there's, there's, I'm just yeah. gunning for it, and there's the whole rest of the game. <laughs> like that, you're doing it at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But I think, like, because there there can be points, can't there, in games where you're like, right, this is what I need to do. And I'm like, right, if I keep my hero alive, I know you're not scoring it. But if my hero's Archaeon, I know, like, plowing him forward and decimating your units. Actually, if I go to your backboard, I can stop you scoring three points at the end. And mine might be, I don't know, kill all heroes. So I'm double scoring then. So I'm like, I've got to kill that hero for me. And actually, if I kill that, he can never score
0: his. Yes. Okay. I think this is. I think this is just a big. Well, it's a tricky one.
3: Anyway, I don't. Yeah, know, I don't so. think
0: I'm going to take I this one. On.
3: They'll be easier ones. Yeah, than this one. Um,
0: uh, so then, dominating presence. So have more starting units left than your opponent's starting units. Uh, again, it depends on your list. If you got tons of dudes, then yeah. But I would also say that there's no way to guarantee <laughs> what the fuck you're going to come up against. So I would just like just throw this one into the sea. Uh, that one's insane. That one's insane. Like. <laughs> What's the cheapest unit now? That eighth yeah, but you gonna, like it, it's all good to be like oh I'll spec it so I get four points You're like oh, three or is it three points like um three
1: points
3: three points
0: it's, yeah yeah, yeah it's not Just worth that it. one off
1: but yeah. like I can't see any way where you would take that otherwise yeah I
0: wouldn't keep that that wouldn't be that would be rubbish uh, beastmaster keep any <laughs> of your monsters alive. Um is fine if you're running like suns or beast claws or gristle gore like if you if you made a whole army out of monsters then you're like i'm doing this because if all of my shit dies then i'm dead like and i've lost anyway so it's kind of like a win more situation or like um or or a Uh win lose Uh, so like i would take this if you're running that other than that then there's no point in taking it right Uh Mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah, because they're just monsters, so you're just putting a bigger target on their back. Anyway, they've got big targets now for the extra points to kill them. Yeah. So:
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, call me Beastmaster Sir Speckles, in the chat. There you go. You've got it. Yeah, straight on his list. Beastmaster. <laughs> keep any of my monsters alive. But it also means that there's a big swing if like if your opponent's attacking you, like then they deny you four points, so there's a big four point swing. Uh, right prize sorcery keep any friendly starting wizard alive this feels like a a no-brainer for lumineth and potentially zinch um and uh like uh, and then a little bit harder for everyone else i would say uh going backwards what do you think about this one nath
3: yeah i mean generally wizards are normally hiding out at the back anyway Quite often, it's the wizards that survive a few battles, yes. I think, in my battles that I fought, my little dudes. Yeah. So I'd say it, it's it's easier than the other ones that we've said so far. So, so far, that's the one I'm picking for my gets, but we might find an easier one coming up, hopefully.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, and of course, if you really wanted to, you could take the generic artifact that uh, is available to make any character a wizard. Um, uh, so oh, you yeah. could make the fox a wizard if you really wanted to double down. Uh, and don't forget, Nathan, oh. uh, you've got a lot of wizards in the Gobblepalooza. Thanks, Joe Cryer. Yeah, I sure do. Uh, I have
3: a feeling a fox could kill them all. So, yeah, especially if you made them a wizard. I'm
0: I'm against this one. Uh, I think this one. uh, It depends. Depends what you're taking. If you're taking Lumineth, this is no brain. Everyone else is hard. Pillars of belief. Keep Mm. any friendly starting priest alive. Um, Same as what we just said before as prize sorcery, right? But probably harder to achieve uh, because there aren't that many priests out there. No.
2: I've
3: got no priests. So, yeah. No, no, no use to me. And
0: then predators' domain. I quite like the idea, though. Like turn five, you've got like you know you've got a war dock. Like you're playing traditional agency models. We kind of see it now, right? Like agency Mar two. You've got, had your war dock at the back of the mm-hmm. board doing like, walalo, Um and then, <laughs> <laughs> like right. And then and then like turn four, he sees the battle in front of him is going super wrong, and he's like. Oh la la, oh la la, oh, and he just runs away. Like he's like, oh. <laughs> <To> <laughs> he the just quick. turns around. He's like, oh la <laughs> <lo, lo>, la. <laughs> just garrison's a
1: building. Yeah. Oh, lo, lo. <laughs> he's, just, he's just testing the echo. <laughs> oh, lo, lo.
0: <laughs> so I love that he just gets in early. Yeah. Like like sees how the battle goes. In. He's like, Do you know what? I'm out of this. And I guess same for the wizards as well, right? They're just gonna run away. So I'm mega into that. I think that's a, that's a fun time um
1: scarier i think as well the like the wizard one scarier like if you're taking an army with a, a with a like tanky wizard with a load of wounds compared to like someone who's got a five wound wizard
0: yes yeah, yeah yeah um yeah Nathan, what yeah. do you think of, about both of those twitch chat what do you think about both of those
3: well uh, yeah obviously the wizard one's more feasible um especially the combo with the tome is yeah. good um. So, yeah, like you say. Yeah, virtually um, points in the bank if you've got a fox. But hey ho. Um, yeah. Well, that's
0: okay because. But yeah, got the, chi- the priest chi- chi- the
3: well. one is very. No idea because uh, I'm kind of hoping I get a few priests. A uh, few people start believing in my army <laughs> because at the moment I've got none. <laughs>
0: Nate, you believe in your army, bud. Like, Gits have got some priests. Rule Lords are priests.
3: No, I'm hoping that some of them that are in the army start believing. <laughs> <laughs> and become priests. I didn't know you didn't have any priests. I believe you in d- them. No, they don't but... believe in me. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: the problem. That's fucking great. That's I, I hadn't even know. thought about that. Gits don't believe in themselves enough. Um, <laughs> uh, right. Okay. And then, um, and then uh, the final one is control more terrain features than your opponent, which is probably the one I will take the most.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Um, because, like, it just it, like it's one of those ones where someone else. I'll tell them it get like at the beginning of the game. i will be like, my grand strategy is to control all the terrain features, and they'll be like, okay and then i'll tell them my fucking army list and then we'll go through a billion battle tactics and everything else and then round 5 i'll just run all my fucking guys onto terrain and they'll be like oh that's weird yeah and then they'll just like finish their turn and i'll be like i win this this battle strategy and they'll be like oh oh i forgot yeah i'll be like but i did tell you i did tell you don't forget earlier on 3 hours ago i did tell you and they'll be like you did and then i forgot every fucking mm-hmm. time so i'm taking that one
3: except they, they've they all picked it as well
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that one that one's most interesting isn't it because i think if if you pick that one and your opponent doesn't you're playing your own game yeah. for the terrain if you take that one and your opponent takes that one you're you basically playing against I love each that. other yeah, for probably get... one piece of terrain
3: yeah yeah uh, I bet, I bet you're all giving away the turn as well. Last, last
0: turn, you were like, "No, you can't. You can have the turn
2: after, after,
0: after you." Why is that priest running towards that wood? Was well, like, to be honest, I didn't expect him to be alive, so I didn't choose Pillar of Faith. But I did decide that he was going to go capture a tree, so he's off. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh which I think is good. Uh and also like it benefits MSU stuff quite nicely. Like I really like that. I think that's good. Um I think that's probably the one I'd put on probably most of my army lists. Uh like unless I was okay. building lists that like are just a joke like Lumineth or Sons of Behemoth, like then I would just choose one of the joke ones that only they can do.
3: Yeah, I think Lumineth got strong a few strong options there, don't they? And um, each- and obviously, monster builds have got strong options yeah, yeah, yeah. in there as well. I think
0: uh, Onia makes a good point in chat. I think all the grand strategies that somewhat rely on what your opponent is taking in the lists are much worse. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also think that um, you shouldn't build your lists around the grand strategies. Like, I think that that's really important. I think that they're they're far too situational. And I think making it the terrain one, so it's like a little bit of late game play from you, can kind of tip you over the edge on the points. But three points is quite a bit... It's basically uh, it's basically a primary or a secondary It's uh, worth of stuff. But it's not mm. enough to give up the whole game. Like, you know, keeping your priest further away or your wizard further away or your battle line unit safe but then not using it to screen. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't do that at all. Like, I would, I would go for the terrain feature all the time.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, the terrain feature or possibly the wizard one for me.
0: Yeah, James, what about you? What did you choose?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's so so army situation, isn't it? I think like when playing something hoardy, there's part of me that's like, well, maybe I take that that um battle line one. And I think like if you look at something like zinch, depending on how pinks end out, like in an older one, like I definitely take that pink one every day of the week, um. To the one where I keep a battle line alive. But I think that's got place in like a scaven list if you've got a load of bodies. Um because like clam rats aren't scary. So if if you're playing the game objectively, they've then got to decide to concentrate into killing something that they wouldn't normally kill to stop points. So I think maybe that one, maybe the terrain one, and then like the slightly deranged person in me is like definitely wanna take that one while I kill all their heroes. Why? Because this part of me is just like, how funny? And then I get to a game and someone's like, Brooke go he has gone down in points. And I'm like, oh. And then I get to my <laughs> second game and this person's like, Brooke go he has gone down in points. Oh. And that would be my weekend. <laughs> um,
0: I have three Mega Gargant's all characters. One of them's got a four up rerollable rollable uh, and a five up DPR. You'd be like, oh, no.
1: Yeah, that, there's, there's my fourth game.
3: <laughs> and then, then there's then there's Marathi waiting yeah.
1: in the wind yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kill me. Kill me and like and turn like turn three, she's on what we left, she's like, uh excuse me, I'm just gonna mirror pool back to the uh, back edge of the board. Um is Marathi a priest? No idea. She can't no, be a priest to herself,
1: can she? Yeah, she's
0: god. She
3: can't be a priest
0: oh, if you're a god. A
3: god if a you're a point. priest.
0: But what if you what if you were a god like so, you're a god, right? Let me just yeah. just run, I,
3: yeah, I you're I'm a god. The That's true, the Nathan. Of my little copper dudes, they all yeah, come So and you're me. a god, right?
0: <laughs> but then you yeah. like you don't need to believe in like so. You're definitely a god, and people pray to you. But then you could believe in a higher god or another god and pray to them because. That doesn't diminish you because people are still praying to you, right? that makes sense? Yeah, but she doesn't want to believe in anyone else, does she? She's super big well, not saying, I'm just saying generally. The, I'm just talking about the general rules of being a god. You, 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 could, you could do. I mean, you probably wouldn't want to
3: be very evangelical for the other god because you'd want to be more getting them other believers. Like, isn't it? part of a priest's job to try and get more believers to worship that god but that what you're if you're worshiping.
0: the god of big ups so what if then, you're the god of just like making everyone feel really lush every day and you're like do you know what that god needs to feel a bit lush as well today Like you're just all about just bigging up everyone that's your that you're the god of some people are the god of like postman and then uh you're just the god of like big ups and you're just like i just want them to get their love yeah
3: Yeah, so that god uh, could do that priest thing. There we go. But he's not in the mortal realms yet. No. But uh, as soon as uh, GW make him. Then we're in there. there. Or her. (laughs) Or them.
0: (laughs) Tristan is that god. That's right. And do you know what? That sounds like the Twitch chat. That's what it sounds like. Like Chrissy Lane says, that sounds like James Powell. I agree. He's the king of big ups. He is. Uh, all right. Well, listen, it's been really fun. Have you got like a takeaway? James, now you've been through this. I know you love me re- reading your stuff too. Yeah. Um, now you've been through this. How are you feeling about it all? Like what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, I, I think I probably, probably my mindset hasn't probably changed from where we started. I think like for me, I think it's kind of exciting. We're about to see a new game. We're about to see new point scoring. We're about to see how that plays out. Um, I think having gone through the whole thing, the, is it primary objectives? What's the big one? They're
0: all about the same is the The point. They're all about
1: the same.
3: Uh, The last one's grand strategy.
1: Yeah. So grand strategies, I think are probably less exciting than the turn ones i think the turn ones seem to have some engagement especially depending on which ones you take and i think there'll probably be games where you could just have so many great stories come out of like what you choose how you denied it how you stopped it i think most of those big like grand ones you're kind of like i've wrote this list i'm taking this one i'm gonna play my game and if that if i get those three points at the end winner but what I should be doing is play to win without them, um, and that's—I think—that's where my heads at. But I, I'm going to try and fit some games in this week, so maybe I'll have some more knowledge. Okay. By next what week. do you think, Nath? Oh well, yeah, just uh, obviously the games
3: become uh, a <clears throat> come a bit more complicated. Trying to do more than one thing at once—that's quite hard for some of us. Um. But, uh, yeah, it should be quite fun to play. Um, uh, and we're going to have to play quite a few games, I think, to get um, to get a feel for it and get the process right. You know, it's going to be a bit of bookkeeping as well, I think. So you'll probably want a notebook or a computer machine or some tokens or some sort of system so that, you know, you uh, focus on what you're doing. Because you're going to be doing lots of different things at different times. You are,
0: you are, and I think uh, we've made a score sheet uh, which we're going to, um, we, which I think works for most battle plans. But we're going to amend it and make sure we want for every battle plan. Um, so we made that on this war game. We put a tweet out um, so you guys can scroll through our tweets and find that. We'll pro- I'll tramp it to the top in the next few days, and I'll I'll get a little link in the chat as well, so you guys can download it and use them um so you guys can keep track and it's free and it's something you can print out or you can put it onto your your phone and use some fancy app to use for the scoring um but yeah you've got to come really correct uh which is going to be uh, like Owen said in the chat for this because it's going to be quite important to keep track of those scores and also which battle tactics you've used like you know, I could see me definitely having, like, a printout of the battle tactics saying, like, I've used these ones or, like, I've used this one in this round. So you're going to have to keep track. Otherwise, you're going to accidentally do another battle tactic in round five and it's kind to kind of annoy you and your opponent in your game. So you're, you're going to have to pay attention, unfortunately, right? Uh, so, yeah, it's just something to be conscious of. Uh, but I think it sounds really fun. I think uh, the dynamic is going to be very interesting. I also think the battle tactics haven't played it enough, so we'll see if this ends up being true, but I think that they've missed the mark a little bit, and they've made it so that you can do quite a few non-interactive things. I think there should have been more of a reward on getting your tertiary primary. So getting, like, from holding more should have been worth a little bit more, I think. Maybe it should have been worth two victory points. So you were, in, you were kind of, like, encouraged to engage with your opponent... At this point, I don't think you're encouraged to engage with your opponent enough because they've obviously changed how we score so much. You were always encouraged to engage with your opponent before because you were just doing stuff. All I'm thinking about is like some Helon archers uh, or some Helon kangaroos like we saw at the weekend. They just run forward with Severith. They just shoot your general dead. And then they just run back 48 inches and they're like, lol, two victory points for me. I'm the king. And the next turn, they just go forward and shoot a battle line unit and then they run back, like do you know what I mean, like they're not engaging with you, you don't have to there's no playing around, you don't have to do anything um so I think just it'll be interesting how it plays out. I could be hundred percent wrong like wow. i'm I'm not saying that's the case, that's where my brain is going to for building lists if that makes anyone feel fun, like which isn't like I'm sorry that that's how my brain works, but my brain's like, how can I just score all the points without ever fucking with you like why would I want to? Like, if the game doesn't reward me for doing so, I'm not going to do it. Like, And then I'll build myself, like, a very comfortable line to sit behind. And if someone comes near me, I'll just blow them off in that point. Like, Do you know what I mean? Like, I could just play super defensive, and I don't have to play aggressive at all. Don't have to overextend. That fits my play style. I'm sure Nathan's thinking, how can I fuck with people turn one? Just get in their faces. Yeah, that's his play style. Uh, so all different. Anyway, uh, have you guys got any shout-outs before we head out today? Before we leave like this, just walk away. That's as far as I can go. You guys got any shout outs? <laughs> uh I don't
1: think I have today. I think I am shout outless.
0: Oh, sad face. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nathan? No shout. Uh
3: I haven't got any names to shout out. I'll just shout out whoever gave us these two boxes of Goblet bluesers. Whee. Yeah. Make me disappear. How good is that? Cool. Uh, Yeah, shout them out. Thank you. Whoever you are, you know who you are. I don't know who you are. James might know who you are. Um, And uh, we'll see what we can do with them. Maybe they can become some prize support or something. Yeah, we'll make a plan.
0: Okay. Well, that sounds exciting. Uh, Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for, for hanging out today. Um, uh, someone wants us to raid what? Sure, let's raid that person whoever that person is uh, I'm going to say thanks to the Twitch chat who've been so generous today uh, they've been so super kind trying to help us uh, get a new stream machine uh, so thank you to you you guys are amazing um, if you guys uh, do want to uh, help out obviously there's the link thanks to everyone on Patreon uh, thanks to everyone um, who listens to the podcast stay hydrated and thanks for all the YouTube thugs uh, I am probably going to end the show uh, with a raid let's do this I don't know who this is so uh we'll wallalo. see, if, we'll, see what, yeah, we'll see if we are tricked <laughs> i was gonna do that as the goodbye <laughs> oh thanks chris danish for donating 669 thanks buddy uh, appreciate you yeah let's end the show on a wallaloo.
4: Wallaloo wallalo. wallaloo wallalo.